following is a special presentation of TSN 1050. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. Welcome inside Scotiabank Arena. Jim Taddy with you. Welcome to Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 and TSN1050.ca. It is the Philadelphia 76ers visiting tonight, and both teams on four-game rolls, so something will break here. Here's what we know. Embiid's still out for the Sixers and expected to be back maybe on the weekend. Simmons has stepped up nicely in his absence, although, uh, you know, not good from the outside. Uh, doesn't really attempt anything. Two of five on the season from the outside and one attempt on the road. But he has other things to offer and has done nicely coming off a, a triple-double in his last outing, so something the Raptors have to be concerned about. Time now for the Toronto Area Four Dealers key matchup, and it is Pascal Siakam against Al Horford. Horford, a former All-Star, will match up against Siakam, a future All-Star. Siakam has been the Raptors' go-to player this season, and Horford will have to try and slow him down on the defensive end. And on the other hand, Joel Embiid out of the lineup. Horford has become one of the go-to players for the Sixers and has responded nicely. Siakam will have to slow him down on the defensive end for the Raptors as well. History lesson here, and before we do that, let me tell you that the key matchup was a presentation of Ford. Get up to $11,000 in rebates on select new 2019 F-150 models at the Ford year-end event. Visit Ford.ca for more details. And the history lesson is they met twice before this season, and that, of course, was preceded by the buzzer beater, Kawhi Game 7, right here. And I'm looking down to where it happened, and I can still see it in Game 7 of the... uh, Second round last year. So twice this year, December 8th uh, in Philadelphia is the last time they met. 110-104, Philadelphia won that game. And November 25th right here at Scotiabank Arena, 101-96, the Raptors won. And you remember that night, Gasol absolutely wiped out Embiid. He was pointless in the game. Raptors starters tonight will be Lowry and Van Vliet, OG, Siakam, and Gasol. So that will be confirmed later on. We send it down to Paul and Sherman. They bring us through the house introductions of the players uh, plenty of other stuff to cover like Masaya jury speaking yesterday at a women in sport conference after it was over uh, he was asked in a media situation scrum situation you know the the relevance or you know what's at stake in, in trying for yet another nba championship and his answer would bring a tear to your eye let's listen in hey we're gonna die trying that's for sure you know like i know these guys and they're gonna die trying you know you see them you see the attitude we can be down. If anybody told you, I know nobody, not one person here in, in, in this place would tell me that they thought we would be competing now to be second in the East yeah, in the next couple of games if it works out for us or where we are. There's not one person that thought that with a championship player like Hawaii, like leaving. These guys have stepped up and I, I, we appreciate what they've done. Okay, not a long statement, but it really gets to the point. We will die trying, he says, and that tells you that he's pretty happy with what he has. And I think if you were honest with yourself when the season started and Kawhi wasn't there and Danny Green was gone, you would have assumed, and most of us did, that they might be pretty good if they were healthy. Well, they haven't been healthy, and what has developed is uh, people have been upped in terms of minutes and responsibility. They have all responded. And the recent trend is when guys come back from injury, they actually look better, or as Josh Lewinberg told me earlier today, they continue on from where they were. That doesn't always happen with injury. Bobby Webster guessed in an overdrive, and uh, he was asked 
uh, the die-trying statement that your jury said yesterday, he was asked to react to it. All of us. It's more of kind of the mantra of who we are and the type of players on this team. And, you know, you see they, they leave it all on the line. They left it all on the line last year. And I think, um, you know, those guys, you know, we talked about this offseason. All of those guys that came back, they have a ton of pride. And we tried to add to that bunch the same, you know, type of character and work ethic. Um, and that's just, you know, the, the, the nature of who the Toronto Raptors are and, and the type of team that we want to put out on the floor. Um, so, you know, we know they'll give their best. And, you know, it's on us as well to, to see if there's anything out there. And, you know, I think if you look back last year, we did the deal. Two years ago, we didn't do a deal. Three years ago, we did a deal at the deadline. So, you know, I think it's a little bit of, you know, who's out there, you know, takes two to tango type of thing with trades. But, you know, we're uh, we're on the phones. We're talking. We're we're trying to see, see what's available and what's the cost and, and and, and all that. And, of course, you have to do your due diligence, which means making calls and answering calls. But I think most would agree the in-game chemistry that this team has, and that includes the coaching staff, is second to none. It's really a marvel to watch on a nightly basis. Nick Nurse now uh, uh, was asked how much attention does he pay to the standings, and we'll map this up for you after he finishes. I think we watch the standings all year long, right? Even top six, even bottom. Try to uh, watch them. What, what teams are in their last 10, what they are home, what they are road. I don't know if there's nothing better to do, or you know, do, we, but we do it you know, all the time. What about Philly challenges, what you do? And they don't have MB tonight, but defensively, that's a team with a bunch of guys who are kind of impact guys. Well, they got a lot of talent, yeah. you know, a lot of length, first and foremost. Um, and they're playing now, um, you know, a little, little faster, up-tempo. They'll be, you know, they'll be the first ones to admit that they're trying to, to play. Um, Simmons has been great. He just, you know, pushing it up there, and they're running, running really hard, and he's punching through the lane, and if he doesn't have a shot, he's kicking it out to somebody that does, and, and they're really getting on the offensive glass as well. So it's, you know, it's similar to... A lot, you know, what a lot of teams are, are doing, you know, and, but they're doing it really well right now and fast uh, pace. But on the other end, as you mentioned, you know, they got some size. They're real, they're really long and big at at, at all positions. You, you talked about that a little bit um, in, the, in these two games that they've been without Joel. Yeah, I think there's just a lot more, a um, lot more, a little more of everything, Tim. Like, like uh, similar to uh, you know a lot of these guys that play this kind of ball handling position. So, so they end up bringing the ball, of course. So they're ending up you know, running pick and rolls sometimes with bigs. Right to exploit that sometimes with smalls to see if he'll switch it and get a smaller guy on him. So all those combinations of that, um, he's been going into the post. You know, either either again through the transition, he'll just back his way down via the dribble, or they'll run some plays for him to play in the post a little bit more than 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 maybe he would with Joel out there. Because um, so and and then they again the the kind of last thing they had is they set with him. Right, so then now now you got to worry about his roles too, is on, on top of it. So it's it's a it's a variety of um, well, it's about everything that you have to cover with these guys. So it's it's an extensive game plan that you have to get through because there's so many different people involved in all those different actions. Terrence has been doing so much. Uh, I mean, he's the highest net rating on the team. Is that something that could scale into a bigger role, more minutes, or is it because of the small minutes, lower usage that it's the highest net? Um. Well, Terrence has had a good good year. 
right? Uh, I don't really know the answer to that, the specific question. And I know his, I know his, you know, his plus minus is high and all those kind of things uh, has been has been good. Um, I don't know if it'll develop into a bigger role or not. I think that you know we have Kyle, we have Fred, we have Norm. Right, those guys have been around here a while and and are pretty darn good themselves, right? I don't I don't know we get much smaller than that. So uh, you know, we still have Pat McCall as well. So there's a there's a there's kind of a number of guys in there that play. But you know me as well too. You get your chance out there and you play well, you can you can move up the ladder or run really long in one game or long one really long run and a half. So we just want to keep improving, get 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 improving, right? And for me, that's that's uh, cut down those defensive uh, lapses, get him solid in the game plan, get him get him really on board, so that that um, it's not all about whether he's just making shots. That is Nick Nurse getting set for the Sixers. You could sneeze from two to six in the East and lose your position. Miami Heat in second, and the Pacers in six. And the gap is two and a half games. The Raptors a full game behind the Heat in a full game ahead of the Sixers. So that's what's at stake here. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors basketball, TSN 1050 and TSN1050.ca. Down below we go to Paul Jones and Sherm Hamilton. Guys, another big test. It sure will be, James. Um, And, you know, we talked about it in the pregame that no game in January means anything in April, May, or June. But, Sherm, you are kind of fighting for home court advantage you're kind of making sure that you get a look at them and they're not surprising you with anything so the game itself will be forgotten should they meet in the playoffs but at the same time uh it's important as a measuring stick for both teams absolutely you're always trying to gauge yourself throughout different junctures in the season and this is no different and and for the raptors to have a healthy roster the timing couldn't be better even though joel Embiid is not going to be playing in this game the raptors have some things to accomplish and this would be another good test because Philadelphia is playing very good basketball right now. Well, it's almost time for the starting lineups to be introduced as the Raptors and the Sixers get set to battle it out. Atlantic Division rivals, season series at one apiece. Here are the visitors from the city of brotherly love. Tennessee, a 6'8 forward, and number 12 is Tobias Harris. Out of Washington, a 6'5 forward, number 22, Matisse Thibel. Out of Florida, 6'9 center, number 42, is Al Horford. Out of LSU, a 6'10 guard, number 25, is Ben Simmons. And from Tennessee, a 6'5 guard, number 0, Josh Richardson. Ladies and gentlemen, the head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers is Brett Brown. Well, noticeable by his absence tonight is the big man, Joel Embiid, who, Sherm, last time in this building, pitched a donut. First time yeah. in his collegiate or professional career, he was shut out. Yeah, and Marcus Saul just gave him fits in that game. And, and you just think about the Raptors' ability to just disrupt everything he did. It's a different look Philadelphia team right now. So they're really going to have to step up and... Remember, in Philadelphia, the Raptors went on a crazy press in that fourth quarter and discombobulated Philly, so two very different games. Raptors were down 18, and the press, similar to what the press did to Toronto and Atlanta, I mean, people probably say, well, why don't they do it all the time? Because this league is too good. And 
the element of surprise, and when it gets revved up, it works for a short term, but you can't live on that in the long term, Sherm. Absolutely not. These guys are too good. They figure it out. And remember, these press that they throw on teams catch them by surprise. Right. They don't have a chance to work on it. If it's more consistent, they'll work on it, and they'll pick those presses apart. Raptors starting lineup brought to you by your Ontario Subaru dealers. Bring on winter in a Subaru. Hurry in for lease and finance rates from 0.99% at your local Ontario Subaru dealer. The lights are down. The pyrotechnics going. The Raptors and the Sixers getting set to do their thing. And it's time to bring out the Toronto Raptors. He's a 7-1 center, numero 33, Mark Gasol. A 6-8 forward out of Indiana, number 3, O.G. Anunobi. He's number 43 by way of Cameroon, a 6-9 forward, Spicy P, Pascal He's a Wichita State Soccer, a six-foot guard, number 23, Steady Freddy Van Vliet. And from Villanova, he's your five-time NBA All-Star, number seven, Kyle The head coach of your Toronto Raptors is Nick Nurse. And a veteran officiating crew commensurate with the importance of the game. Zach Zarba, Mark Lindsay, and the Olympic gold medalist from 1984 on Team USA, Leon Wood. Leon Wood. That was a heck of an Olympic team with Ewing and... Jordan and Alvin Robertson and the one that our man Charles Barkley could not make. Bobby Knight didn't want him. Didn't matter. They wanted anyway. And the likes of Joe Klein and Jeff Turner and the original Raptor Alvin Robertson. And it's time for the opening tip. The opening tip off is brought to you by the OLG ProLine app. Put your knowledge on the line. Anytime, anywhere, download the app today and get way into the game. Raptors aware. The home black. And Philadelphia will come out in the traveling white. Jump in the building tonight. And for Kyle Lowry, always a little bit personal when he takes on the team that resides in the city where he grew up. You can chalk it up. Houston, Memphis, and Philadelphia, Kyle will always be gassed up for them. Absolutely, and anytime you hear players say that teams that they were traded from or they played with or their home team, that it it's not it's just another game, doesn't work like that. No, There's no. a little something on those games, and those guys might not want to admit it, but there's definitely a little bit more juice in the building for them. Well... 
joined across the network tonight in Hamilton and Ottawa. Thank you for tuning in. We're looking for a good one tonight. The man from Miami, Zach Zarba, will toss it up. And the Raptors and the Sixers will get down to business. Sixers control the tip. Ben Simmons in the headband will take it from right to left. Josh Richardson gets it to Horford. They go inside to Simmons, guarded by Ananobi. Kick out Thibault. Corner three, no good. Rebound to Siakam. Thibault was very good against the Raptors in the last meeting. That time, this is a pretty good look from the three-point line. Siakam, one-foot fall away on Horford from eight feet. No good. Rebound to Simmons. Front court, Simmons on Ananobi. Cut off. Finds Horford. Corner jumper, good for three. From Al Horford, that's the way he played in Boston. Space the floor on the five out. He can stroke it from out there. Well, he can, and that's what makes him so difficult when he plays the five. I think Philadelphia has the advantage because he can step out to the three-point line like that and force Mark to have to come out there and defend him. 3-0 Philadelphia. Raptors back, turn it over. Here comes Philly on a broken floor, three on two. Tobias Harris in the lane, stops. Now kicks it out to Thibault, and he throws it away. Philadelphia totally botched the broken floor, three on one with a trailer and they turn it over and get nothing. Well, Richardson had both Horford and Simmons Simmons filling the lane, and he just had to throw it up to the rim, and one of them would have gotten it. Instead, he kicks it backward to Tobias, and Tobias turns it over. Just a poor execution on that transition opportunity. OG up top, misses the three straight away. Back comes Philadelphia. The long pass up court. OG intercepts it as it was headed for Harris. Here comes Toronto. Van Vliet, far side, left wing. Raptors coming left to right to Lowry. Near side, three ball, no good. Long rebound, run down by OG. Gets it to Kyle in the corner. Drives, baseline, kick out, Gasol, swing. Siakam, corner three, good. Down the bottom of the well. Drive, kick, swing for the Raptors. They tie it at three. Great penetration along the baseline by Kyle. Got to the middle, kicked it out to the 45 to mark, and basically a touch pass, bullet to the corner. For, for Pascal to knock down that three. Horford jump shot from the corner, short, runs down his rebound, finds Simmons, lays it up in the lane, no good, rebound, Simmons gets it back and puts it in. You forget about how long yes. Ben Simmons is. That time going up against Marcus Gasol had no problem matching up with him. Fred Van Vliet on the dribble beats Matisse Thibault, and Thibault will take the blocking foul, trying to cut off Fred Van Vliet. Gasol will inbound near side, right wing. Raptors in the black in front of their bench, moving left to right. Siakam down low, kick to Lowry. Back to Pascal on the post against Richardson. Squares him up mid post near side. Backs him down, kick out Lowry. Drives on Simmons into the lane. Kyle to Gasol, lays it up and in. Great find by Lowry in the lane. Well, he did a good job attracting two defenders, and Al Horford defending Marcus Gasol just got caught up with Kyle's penetration, and as Kyle spun around to shoot that fadeaway, he saw Mark under the basket. Good drop-off. 9-18, first quarter, game tied at five. Down low, Simmons near block, left side against Siakam. Right hand into the lane, kicks to the corner. Thibault, the floater, up and in. One young man from Washington can play. Yeah, no question about it. He's getting confident. He's making decisions that are very effective for this team. And if you think about it, he's in the starting lineup for a reason. Yep. He just took a foul there on Lowry. Kyle with the shot fake. Got him going. 
forward, and they're going to give Kyle two shots. Kyle saying, are you sure it's not three? And Leon Wood is saying, we're checking it. Don't worry, Kyle, we got it. And right now, they've got it at two. And now Nick Nurse, sorry, Sherm, is saying, is it two or three? And they're asking. Nick Nurse putting some pressure on the on the home score crew. Well, they reviewed it, and it is indeed a two as Lowry on the shot fake stepped forward with that right foot. So 7-5 Philadelphia, nine minutes exactly to go first quarter. Lowry first free throw in and out. Kyle's reaction on the free throw miss like, eh, you know he's juiced up for this one, Sherm. Yeah, no question about it. And, you know, this is one of those games where Kyle understands the importance of putting your best foot forward against a team like Philadelphia, a team that you're going to be tied to throughout the rest of this season yes. and potentially match up in the playoffs. So there's always that situation where you're looking down the road, one eye is down the road and one eye is on the present. And, and Kyle, if anybody, is going to be aware of that. Harris, jumper, far corner, no good. Lowry makes one of two. Raptors down 7-6. They rush it front court. Van Vliet near side, right wing in front of the bench. Gets it back to Siakam. Korkmaz in the game for Thibault. Pascal on the drive. Pull up three. No good. Settled for the jumper against Korkmaz. I think a weaker defender. I agree. But Ben Simmons was sitting on the block, so Pascal really didn't have anywhere to drive. Simmons, reverse layup, up and in. Pretty move. Far side. Going near side to far side. And now Josh Richardson comes up limping. He tried to get a steal, couldn't get it. Siakam lays it in. Timeout Philadelphia. And Richardson is reaching for his hamstring. Sherman looks like just above the knee behind his left leg. And that would be disastrous. It would be. And he went to try and steal that inbounds pass to Fred Van Vliet, maybe about four feet above the three-point line. And he just bailed out of it and started to limp around a bit. And as you said, started grabbing the back of his leg. You don't want to see an injury happen to a guy like Josh Richardson, who's having a very good season. All right, let's take a break. 8.08 to go. First quarter, 9-8. Philadelphia leads Toronto from Scotiabank Arena. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball across the TSN radio network. Paul Jones, Sherman Hamilton, Steve Eliopoulos here on the floor at Scotiabank Arena. 9-8. Raptors trail the Sixers by one. 8.08 to go. First quarter. Jim Taddy and Dwayne Watson up top with J.P. Ricciuto. And Arad Ashvandi and Natasha Shivraj back at Raptors Central. Always some jump in this building, Sherm. I, I must admit, we are spoiled as a Toronto contingent because Raptor fans pack the house and it's always an event when the home team hits the 94 by 50 rectangle. Shake Milton into the game, Sherm, to replace Josh Richardson. Yeah, and uh, Philadelphia hoping that Josh Richardson's injury isn't something that will keep him out for a long time, but like the Raptors, they're going to have to find ways to patch it together until everybody gets healthy. Korkmaz in the lane, lays it up, no good, under tremendous ball pressure from Lowry. Toronto with the rebound, runs it front court. Pull up three from Lowry, no good, rebound Shake Milton. 
Outlet to Ben Simmons. Runs it front court on the drive into the lane. Kicks to Horford. Short corner jumper good. He's such a good bailout option. He spaces the floor extremely well. He knows how to get to the right positions in that time. Just giving Simmons an out. Siakam knocks down the jumper. 11-10. Philadelphia by one. 7-20. First quarter. Simmons on the bounce. Works into the lane. Splits the double team. They swing it to Harris. Now to Milton. Hesitates. Launches the three and knocks it down. That's big. The young man comes into the game and the first look he gets at the basket, he makes it. That's pretty impressive considering the Raptors wanted him to shoot that basketball. 14-10 Philly. Seven minutes to go. First quarter. Siakam backs in on Horford. Jump hook up short. Rebound Philadelphia. You can see the strength of Horford right there. Pascal losing his footing as he was trying to post up. Horford jump shot far side. Got it again. Spacing the floor on the Simmons drive. 16-10 Philadelphia. Biggest lead of the game. 6-35 first quarter. You can talk about what Philly lost with Redick and Butler leaving, but Al Horford is a huge pickup for them. Marcus all three in the bottom of the well. Toronto cuts the lead in half. 16-13 Philadelphia. 6-25 first quarter. Got to like Mark being aggressive. Gets that look at the basket. Doesn't look to pass it. Just knocks it down. Korkmaz wide open in the corner. Knocks it down for three. Horford with the extra pass. 19-13 Philly by six. This is what makes Philadelphia so different to defend without Joel Embiid. They space it on the perimeter. And they do a good job of penetrating and getting guys wide open looks on the three-point line. Gasol drives in the lane. Fall away jumper over Horford. Good. Marcus all with a couple of buckets. He's actually three of three for seven points. Raptors down 19-15, first quarter. Well, if Horford's going to knock down jump shots and three-point shots, you've got to make him pay and work on the defensive end. And that time, Mark did a good job going right at him. Harris near side, drives into the lane, floats it up and in on Ananobi. Man, Philadelphia shooting 64%. They lead it 21-15. Van Vliet with the shake, drives to the basket, too hard on the layup, back comes Philadelphia. Simmons to Harris, three in the air, no good, long rebound, Siakam. Toronto on the run, broken floor, numbers advantage, the pass behind, Lowry knocked away, goes to Van Vliet, his pass for Siakam knocked away, looked like he had Ananobi on the baseline, Sherm. Yeah. And then the Raptors take the foul to stop the fast break. Well, he did and tried to make that pass for the immediate layup. But as you said, Ananobi along the baseline probably had a better opportunity to get two points for the Raptors. But just a sloppy possession for the Raptors. A couple of times nearly coughing it up until they finally cough it up in Philadelphia. Gets possession. Simmons up top against Siakam. 4.55 first quarter. Raptors down 21-15. Korkmaz, far side, drives on Gasol. Pass along the baseline to Milton. Cut off by Van Vliet. Milton, kick out Korkmaz, open three, good. How can you forget about that guy? Yeah, he's been on a tear as of late, too. This young man can shoot the basketball, and the Raptors have to do a better job of locating where Korkmaz is and chasing him off the three-point line. Two for three, and two for two from distance. Korkmaz has six. And timeout on the floor. Raptors down 9, 24-15. Sherm, a little bit of a shaky start there. Especially on the defensive end. The Raptors really have to get it together. 
this penetration and kick game for the Philadelphia 76ers has the Raptors really discombobulated on their back end rotations. They have to be better, communicate more, and get out to those shooters. So let's take a break. 4.33 to go. First quarter. Philadelphia 24, Toronto 15 from Scotiabank Arena. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball across the TSN radio network. The fine PR man from the Sixers, Patrick Rees, giving us the update. Josh Richardson, strained left hamstring, will not return. So, Sherm, your fear that for Philadelphia, hoping that it wasn't that bad, does not start out in a beneficial way. Yeah, that's just unfortunate. Uh, When you think about an injury like that last night, seeing Dwight Powell for, ouch, the Dallas Mavericks and Team Canada go down with that Achilles injury, you just don't like to see that happen, especially to guys that are playing at such a high level. It's just just tough to stomach. Well, Philadelphia playing at a high level right now. 24-15, they lead... The Raptors by nine, biggest lead of the game with 4.33 to go, first quarter. Norman Powell, the general, into the ball game. He has been doing a magnificent job over the last four games. Ibaka also into the game. Philly playing the zone. Raptors zip it around. Ibaka, top of the lane, blocked by Korkmaz. Didn't see him in his rear view. Back comes Philly Harris, three good. Tobias Harris gives Philly... A 12-point lead at 27-15. Yeah, Tobias Harris doing what he does. He's such a dangerous player. Whether it's transition or the half court, he can make stuff happen. Sixers sitting in the zone. Raptors get it to Lowry. Inside, knocked away as they tried to get it to Ananobi. Back comes Philadelphia. Simmons into the corner to Milton. Kick it up top. Harris, three, no good. Rebound, Ibaka. Raptors, no damage done. Lowry, front court, drives on Korkmaz, and he gets the young Turk backing up and takes the foul. And Sherm, that's a classic example of, let me go at this guy, maybe put him in foul trouble and sit his backside on the bench. Yeah, take a little steam out of him and hopefully change his aggressiveness on the offensive end. But that decision is better than what we've seen in terms of turning the basketball over and just having them shaky decisions. Put your head down sometimes, make the officials blow the whistle, get to the free throw line, settle things down, set your defense up five on five, and start to build confidence that way. So the Raptors trailing 27-16, first free throw good from Lowry, second one no good. Kyle, uncharacteristically, two of four from the line tonight. Here comes Philly front court. With an 11-point lead, 27-16. Simmons gets it to Korkmaz, to Horford, back to Korkmaz. Floater on the baseline, good. It's good basketball right there. The flash by Horford, the back cut by Korkmaz, just good offense. Lowry drives to the basket. Mike Scott, let him go. Kyle takes advantage, 29-18 Philly, 3-10 to go first quarter. Just like Kyle to settle things down when his team is kind of wobbly offensively. Two good decisions by Kyle. Shake Milton, three ball near side. No good. Rebound Siakam. Off to Ananobi on the drive. Layup no good. Kyle gets in there to try to keep it alive and they say it's off Lowry and it's Philadelphia ball. 
Well, unless they're calling a foul, it definitely seemed like Philadelphia hit it out of bounds. But Kyle did go up and probably swatted at a, a couple of arms trying to get that basketball. Actually, it looked like Horford just kind of mistimed it in terms of trying to grab the basketball because Kyle doesn't touch him at all, as we see it on the replay on the monitors here. And that's what Kyle was talking about. Yeah, that's and a, so was Nick Nurse. That's a missed call right there by the officials. Mike Scott doesn't miss there. Deep three. That hurts you, though. Yeah. That's a possession lost, and that's a, a three-point shot created by that non-call or missed call. Sorry. Raptors back. Ibaka knocks a triple in the bottom of the well. 32-21. Philadelphia is still shooting 62% with this 11-point lead. Simmons near side. Kicks it up top. Mike Scott fires another three short. Rebound Powell. Three on three. Broken floor. Powell drives on Neto and jams it down. Norm Powell skips to the hoop and slams it down on Howell Neto. That looks a lot like how Norm Powell has been playing since he's come back from injury. Aggressive, making strong moves to the basket and really just confidently attacking offensively. 32-23, Raptors cut it to nine. Shake Milton near side, drive, kicks to Neto. On the bounce, far side against Powell. Shot clock at two, he's gotta go, floats it up in the lane, no good, rebound knocked away. Toronto has it. Lowry up the left side, far wing. Minute and a half to go in the quarter. Lowry drives, floats it up, no good. But the foul on Mike Scott, Kyle is in downhill attack mode right now. Well, the best way to settle things down is just get aggressive, and Kyle's been doing that. We saw Norm Powell get to the basket and dunk it over Neto. But when you're trying to, to create stability, to create a calmness, settling for three-point shots is not the way to do it. It's putting your head down, making aggressive plays, getting to the basket, and right now we're seeing Kyle do that for the Raptors. Well, Kyle... This is another free throw, Sherm. He's only two of five tonight. Yeah, very surprising. Very uncharacteristic. He, looks like he might be a little bit gassed up. Second free throw good. 32-24. Raptors down eight. Minute 30 to go. The good thing is Raptors have been to the line six times. Philadelphia yet to get there. Alley-oop from Simmons. They tried to find the youngster Norvell Pell. They got him from the Delaware Bluecoats. A native of Antigua. Shake Milton takes a loose ball foul at the other end. Just love how the game is so global. Oh. It's it's amazing. And and when you look at it, places like Antigua. I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, we think of international players always coming from Europe. Yeah. But there are players produced in the Caribbean and in Africa and. You're, you're right, Sherm. The reach, the global reach of the game is really, really grown. And it's great to see. And then you just, you can just kind of visualize how it's opening up the game to so many different parts of the world. And, you know, the late, great David Stern, this was his vision. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is what he wanted for the game of basketball. And it's definitely coming to fruition. Raptors make free throws. 32-26. They cut the lead to six. Milton, three near side. Got it. Man, Fred Van Vliet was right in his kitchen, and Shake Milton knocked it down. Lowry drives. Offensive foul. Neto stepped in his path. He figured out Kyle was going downhill tonight and took the charge. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Kyle's still discussing that it wasn't a charge, but 
Carl probably needed a break. He's been going hard for the last little while, and with a minute left in the quarter, it's probably a good time to get him a rest. Problem is, Philly's shooting 58%, Sherman. They have 35 first quarter points. Definitely, Philadelphia has come out and they've done what they've done over the last four games stretch you out with the dribble penetration and knockdown shots. Cross court pass intended for James Ennis. Intercepted. Van Vliet, front court. Out there with Gasol, Ibaka, Hollis, Jefferson, and Powell. 40 seconds, first quarter. Raptors down 35-26. Van Vliet drives far side. Kicks it to Ibaka. Up fake into the lane. Surge. Kick to Rondé. Swing to Fred. Steps in. 17-footer. No good. Rebound tipped up by Rondé. No good. Loose ball. Here comes Philly. Neto will play for one shot. 17 seconds in the quarter. 35-26 Philadelphia. Neto. On the bounce against Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Neto drives and Rondé takes the foul on the reach-in. And that's a foul to give, so they're okay. Yeah, Nick Nurse got Rondé's attention and said they, they had one to give. So Rondé did a good job letting the clock wind down and taking that foul as Neto decided he wanted to attack. Milton on the drive. Blocked from behind by Powell. Toronto's going to get a shot. Powell runs it front court. His shot no good as Mike Scott and Howell Neto converged on him. Toronto down nine after the first lap of the track. Yeah, Norm would have done himself better just going up and shooting that basketball instead of trying to avoid the potential block shot. But the Raptors have to figure some things out. As you pointed, the 76ers hanging up 35 points on the Raptors, shooting 56% from the floor. Got to change that in the second quarter. And that second quarter will be up when we come back. 35-26 Philadelphia. From Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors basketball across the TSN radio network. Back in Toronto. Second quarter about to start. Raptors trailing Philadelphia 35-26. Philadelphia getting away from them on the offensive end, Sherm. Their offense has been better, or let's say different, without Joel Embiid, and they're showing a higher quality of it right now. Well, they're getting out in transition. Ten fast break points in that first quarter for Philadelphia. They're doing a good job in terms of getting on the glass, or creating turnovers, four turnovers in the quarter for the Raptors, and opening the floor up, and that's allowed them to really stretch the Raptors in terms of the driving kick game. So first things first, you don't turn the ball over. You keep people in front of you, and you got to get out to shooters. It's a lot to ask for, but you got to play on those three levels. 7 of 14 from distance for Philly tonight, outscoring Toronto by 12 from the arc. Powell trying to find Ibaka, drove the lane, hook pass too hard, goes out of bounds, but off Philadelphia, Toronto ball. Raptors in the black, moving left to right. Van Vliet, Powell, Gasol, Ibaka, and Hollis Jefferson. Powell, corner three, no good, rebound, Norvell Pell. Front court comes Howell Neto, out there with Shake Milton, Mike Scott, and James Ennis III. Ball knocked away by Toronto, and it'll stay with Philadelphia. Sixers coming right to left in the white uniforms toward the Bay Street end. 
of Scotiabank Arena. Milton three near side, no good. Long rebound, Van Vliet. Fred on the push. Drives on Shake Milton. Floats it up and in and a foul. Fred got him backing up. And a chance for the old time three-point play. Hoop and a harm and one to come for Fred Van Vliet. Just a little inside-out move at the three-point line. And Milton, who's trying to backtrack and, and make sure he keeps his hands away from fouling. Fred does a good job still getting into his body. And with the concentration, able to still lay it in after the contact. Good decision. Again, a semi-transition opportunity that's taken advantage of by the Raptors. And Fred misses a free throw. The Raptors are struggling from the three from the free throw line. They are, Sherm. Five of nine. Milton, front court, guarded by McCaw into the game. Floats it up. No good. Rebound. He gets it back. Kick out to James Ennis the third. His three ball is short, and it gets wedged in between the rim and the backboard. I just think when you take a shot that misses that badly, the, the other team should get the ball. <laughs> like You I should know, get punished. Yeah, I know it's a jump ball. Patrick McCaw hit in the face and is down at the other end. And they're waving for the training staff to move quickly as Patrick McCaw is down. Looks like there's some blood. And they've they've got Scott McCullough out there with a towel to help cover him and tend to him. I mean, and Ibaka, Van Vliet, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson were all waving with relative urgency to say, come on, get out here. Yeah. And, I mean, the referees are saying to Nick Nurse, do you want a timeout? The health and welfare should supersede that. I agree. 100%. And, and from a bigger picture perspective, you hope Patrick McCaw is okay as he kind of gets helped up. But And Kyle Lowry now waving, saying, come on, you guys, get out here. Yeah, Patrick is in some pain. He is he under. He is in oh. some duress. He is in some duress. Absolutely. They are walking him very gingerly to the bench. And they've got his his face from just below his eyes covered up. I huh. did, Sherm. I, we'd have to get a look at the replay. I did not see what transpired. I saw the ball go out of bounds, but. But that was it. So we'll keep it here. And to our note keepers back at the studio, Radash Vandy and Natasha Shivraj, we owe you a break somewhere, but we were more concerned with the welfare of Patrick McCaw. So I, I hopefully we'll get a report, Sherm, but I, I just I just don't like the way he was walked. Yeah. Off the court. It, it, everybody around him just had that air of concern in terms of what had happened to him. And, you know, it's it's one of those things. You just saw Josh Richardson go down with, with an injury. Now we're looking at Patrick McCaw. The Raptors finally get healthy. Yeah. And now potentially Patrick McCaw might be hurt. So it, it's it's tough, but it's a, it's a part of the NBA. And injuries... 
you have to survive injuries. Yeah. The Raptors have done it so far this season. It hurts your heart for Patrick McCaw if he's injured and out for any time period. But this has been the nature of the season for the Raptors. Well, they played exactly two games with everybody healthy, and that was Minnesota and Atlanta. McCaw was out at the beginning of the season. Serge and Kyle got hurt after the first quarter of the eighth game of the year in New Orleans. It yeah. just it just has been one of those years. And sure, we talk about getting lucky. Part of luck is staying healthy. Absolutely. And then three more players go down against Detroit. So it's just been an ongoing thing. We get a look at the replay, Sherman. It looked like he was hit in the face, you know, elbows and arms flailing. But all it takes is to hit an orbital bone or an eye socket or something like that. Doesn't take much. Doesn't take much. So Raptors get the ball on the jump, and they will bring it front court from left to right. Ibaka in the lane, jump hook up and in. 35-30, Raptors cut the lead to five. Good job right there by Fred escaping the double team. Able to get outside of it, and that's how he finds Surge rolling to the basket. Harris drives far side. The Raptors have won 14 in a row against Philadelphia here in this building. The last win by the Sixers was January 9th of 2013. Mike Scott, front court. Philly recovers the possession. Ten minutes to go. First half, Philly up 35-30. Harris to Scott. Three ball near side. No good. Rebound. Ibaka. Outlet to Powell. Now gets it to Terrence Davis. Down low. Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Squares. Drives on Mike Scott. Kick out Terrence Davis to Rondé. In the lane. Knocked away. Stolen by Mike Scott. Here comes Tobias Harris. On the run. Kicks it near side. They swing it to Neto. His three ball is good. Again. Turnover transition opportunity dribble penetration spread the floor knock down a three that's been the recipe for success for the philadelphia 76ers van vliet front court 38 30 philadelphia nine and a half to go hollis jefferson corner three no good rebound knocked away Neto brings it front court tobias harris right side above the arc drives on ibaka gets to the hoop and lays it in no help right there Serge. Caught on an island, Tobias yeah. Harris using his quicks to go by Surge, but the weak side late to recover and help out. 40-30, to 30, Philadelphia, nine minutes. First half, Ibaka to Van Vliet. Drives near side, behind the back, floats it up and in. What a move by Freddie on Neto. 40-32, Raptors to within eight. Well, he knows he can get into Neto's body, and when it comes to finishing, Neto is not going to block his shot, so Fred's doing a good job attacking the body of Neto and just floating it over the top. Tobias Harris, far side, drives on Van Vliet. Fred cuts him off. Neto now, step back jumper over Rondé short, long rebound Toronto. Two on two, broken floor, and Davis kicks it ahead to Rondé, but they've got Neto on the foul, stopping the fast break. Actually a good foul by Neto right there as Rondé was getting into the paint of the Philadelphia 76ers. But again, it starts off the good defense. Rondé does a good job challenging Neto's shot. 
comes a long rebound, and the Raptors are out in transition, and they get rewarded by the foul. 40-32, eight and a half to go. Philly up eight. That's what's left, second quarter. Van Vliet tripling the bottom of the well. Freddie knocks it out. Raptors back to within five. Philadelphia had the lead as high as 14. Good solid screen by Serge to just give Fred enough daylight to knock that three-point shot down. Simmons back in the game, guarded by Hollis Jefferson. Gets it to James Ennis. Now to Horford, guarded by Rondé. Horford out of the double team, cross court. Tobias Harris, pull up three, no good. Great move by Terrence Davis to grab the rebound. Kicks ahead to Van Vliet. Stutter dribble. Kick it back to Ibaka. Surge for three straight away. No good. Rebound, Matias Thibel. Pretty good look right there for Surge. Nick Nurse clapping, saying, hey, that's a good look, Surge. In the lane, Horford. And he's fouled on his back down into the lane, and they got it on Ibaka. Al Horford, just as physical as they come in terms of a guy who knows how to use his shoulders and his back to create space to get his jump hook off and that time just constantly pounding into Serge's body. The official saying Serge used too much body to defend him. Simmons gets it to Horford straight away. Philly coming right to left toward the Bay Street end and now Ibaka with another foul as he's trying to defend Horford who had his back turned to him and was trying to back him down. Yeah, at the top of the key, unnecessary foul right there for Serge. Got to be careful. Simmons takes the inbound. Straight away against Siakam. Now to Horford. To Tobias Harris. Drives left side. Stood up by Powell. They dump it inside to Simmons who throws it up. That's going to be Surge again. Wow. A bad stretch for Surge. That's going to be his third foul. In probably less than a minute right there. And he does the typical player move. Looks at the coach and says, I'm good. Don't worry about it. I'm good. We're getting a report here from Patrick McCaw and Sherm talking with Jennifer Quinn from Matt Raptors Media Relations. And Sherm, you have the report. Yeah, facial contusion. And uh, he will not return to the game. So we're going to do some more testing. But uh, Patrick McCaw will not come back in this game you just don't like to hear that no no so Raptors down a man again they trail 42-35 Van Vliet to Siakam three ball far side short Pascal not having his legs sure since he's come back knocking down he's had some open threes can't knock him down Harris drive into the lane find Simmons Ball fake, floats it up, no good, rebound Toronto. Here comes Terrence Davis on the run, drives on Korkmaz, is fouled, no, knocked out of bounds, it'll stay Toronto ball. Yeah, and Terrence Davis saying Korkmaz got him across his wrist. Officials have no call, just out of bounds, Raptor basketball. Still a good decision by Terrence to attack in the open floor and, and try to put pressure on Philadelphia to get back. So, Raptors trail it by 7, 6.50 first half. Gasol on the box, near side, right wing. Throws it out to Powell, who wasn't looking and now retrieves it. Powell drives, goes at Horford, into the lane and jams it down. Norm puts him in the hole. 
and rams it down. Toronto cuts the lead to five. The general takes charge. Norm did a good job just going downhill from the three-point line off that Marcus Ole screen, and his speed just caught Horford off guard. No chance to defend that layup. Korkmaz misses the three. Here comes Siakam. 6-10 to go, first half. Pascal drive, kick to Van Vliet. Into the lane on Thibault. Up and under with the left hand. Freddie can't get it down. Had a good look. Here comes Tobias Harris. And that's the difference when Fred's being defended by more size. Against Neto, he just floats that in. Against Thibault, it's a bit more difficult. And Simmons inside gets the tip on the Harris miss. The foul on Powell and Ben Simmons will go to the line for one more shot. Yeah, the size of Ben Simmons. He's got that advantage on guards like Norm Powell down there and an easy tip-in right there for Ben Simmons, and Norm Powell would have done better just letting him tip that basketball instead of following him in the process. So Simmons makes the free throw, and the Raptors see the lead go back up to eight. Philadelphia 45, Toronto 37, 550 first half. Ananobi back in the game with Lowry, finds Kyle in the lane, Lowry lays it up and in, came around the screen, no resistance, and he got right to the rack. Well, a nice little hesitation off the screen. One dribble, the defense showed and then took off, and that's when Kyle turned the Jets on to be able to lay it in. Simmons drives on Ananobi, left side, stops, kicks to the corner. Harris, kick out, Thibault, three, in and out, rebound Toronto. Van Vliet. Bounce into the lane on Tobias Harris. Floats it up. No good. No foul call. Nick Nurse all over Leon Wood for the contact. Back comes Simmons. Loses the ball. And it goes right to Tobias Harris, who's blocked from behind by Gasol. And they got a foul on Gasol. And Nick Nurse stands with his hand pointing to the basket in front of the Toronto bench like, what happened at that end? Yeah, Nick Nurse saying there was a lot of contact on that Fred Van Vliet drive. And the Raptors, unfortunate. Kyle was able to poke that ball free from Ben Simmons. It gets deflected. It goes towards the Raptors' hoop into Tobias Harris's hands, and he's going to the basket, and the Raptors end up fouling him. Just you've got to secure those loose balls right there, and, and it ends up costing them, especially after a possession where you think you were fouled. To get that turnover and head the other way would have kind of made up for that. Harris makes one of two. 46-39, Philly by 7, 5.08, first half. Lowry, Gasol, Siakam, Ananobi, and Van Vliet starters on the floor for the black-shirted Raptors moving left to right. And now Korkmaz with the foul, trying to dip around the Mark Gasol screen. That didn't work. No. He got a good shoulder from Mark on that one. And again, Mark is kind of looking at his his right bicep shoulder area and shaking it out. Well, that's what happens when you set a good screen. Yeah. Gasol on the elbow, near side. Gets it to Lowry. Drives on Korkmaz. Bounces him. Lowry, kick out. Swing it into the corner. Siakam, corner three, no good under duress. Here comes Philadelphia. Simmons, front court. Tries to kick it to Korkmaz behind him. Out of bounds into the lap of former Bell CEO George Cope. George, shoot that thing, baby. Let it fly. Gasol on the bounce. Gets it to Siakam. 
Jones. Now to Gasol, straight away, back to Pascal, jams it down. Give and go basketball. The Raptors cut it to five, and Brett Brown feels the wheels wobbling. Sherman, he wants a timeout. Just one of those scenarios where you run offense, it doesn't work. Just get the ball to Marc Gasol and start to cut to the basket. And that time, Pascal gets it to Mark, high on the 45, cuts the back door, wide open dunk for Pascal. Let's take a break. Four and a half to go. Second quarter, 46-41 Philly. From Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball across the TSN radio network. Back in Toronto, Paul Jones, Sherman Hamilton, along with Steve Eliopoulos on the floor. In four and a half minutes, you'll hear from Jim Taddy and Dwayne Watson up in the gondola. J.P. Ricciuto will have them on the air at halftime back at Raptors Central, Arad Ashvandi and Natasha Shivraj. So we paid our debt with the break. Do we Do we still owe any breaks, Stevie? He thinks one. Natasha's back to keeping score, so I just want to be on my game. So is Arad, so... I just want to be on my stuff. It's well, like you're not going to get away with it. No, it's like owing money. They're going to get it from me somehow or other. Absolutely. Four and a half to go. Raptors making a bit of a run, though, Sherm. They were down 14, and they have cut it to 5. 46-41 Philadelphia in the lead. Yeah, they've done a better job defensively, but what we're seeing is that Philadelphia, because they created such a comfortable lead for themselves the Raptors have had to work twice as hard to get back in this and they're expending a lot of energy and that's where some of the free throws are missed some of those turnovers come from but I think they've got Philadelphia under control so they've got to continue to keep them out of transition and keep people in front of them Bible to Simmons Raptors in the zone Simmons in the lane runs into Ananobi offensive foul OG standing in there Learning from Kyle Simmons with the charge. Turn it over. Toronto basketball. Sherm, we're seeing lots of teams now, like the college game, yep. out of the timeout, going to a zone. That throws a wrench into any offensive play call for man-to-man. Yeah, I've never understood that. You can run man-to-man offense against the zone. You just got to execute. And I think sometimes teams try to go to zone offense when you can run a good man offense and you can still get good looks. Raptors got a good look. could get it down. Missed jumper. By Lowry. Here comes Simmons. Front court to Tobias Harris. Right side, far wing. On the bounce. Harris behind the back into the lane. Kicks it into the corner. They swing it around. Cork can't handle it. Two on one Toronto. Siakam to Van Vliet. Reverse layup. No good. Fred gets it back though. The Raptors messed up the transition, but they got a chance. They got the ball back. Lowry drives. Finds Gasol, lays it up and in, near side, right wing. All-time screen and roll basketball. Raptors have cut it to six, three at 46-43. And I like the fact that on the drop-off, Mark didn't stop his momentum. Caught the ball, took his two steps, and dared Ben Simmons to make contact. Ben Simmons bails out of it. Mark has an easy lay. Harris to Horford, down low. Simmons, this pass deflected by Gasol. Here comes Toronto. Siakam to Lowry, near side, right wing. Raptors coming left to right. Gasol tees up a three. Got it down the bottom of the well. Game is tied at 46. 2.50 to go, first quarter. The Raptors have climbed the hill. And that's a problem. As good as Ben Simmons is, he's turnover prone. 
but he handles the basketball so much, and we've seen on the last couple possessions, his inability to complete the play has cost the Philadelphia 76ers. Thibault, three up top, no good. Rebound knocked away, goes right to Philly. Harris, three near side, got it. Tobias Harris with a second look, knocks it down. Well, they don't like the fact that on the tip out, Ben Simmons hit OG Ananobi across the head. Raptors front court trailing 49-46. 2.15 first half. Siakam on the drive. Korkmaz with a foul. Looked like he was trying to get out of the way and he got nailed on the block. And for Ken, Korkmaz picks up his third personal foul. That might have been a call based on Nick Nurse. Just having a conversation with Mark Lindsay, the official, about the the non-call on the tip-out by yep. Ben Simmons against OG Ananobi. Work for one that you didn't get, and maybe you get the next one, Sherm. Yeah, absolutely. Front court. Raptors coming left to right. Siakam in the lane, lays it up and in. Good job keeping the ball high. Marcus yes. all doing a good job delivering a high pass. And Pascal finishing high, not allowing the defense to get involved. Harris straight away. Gets it to Horford. Now far side, Shake Milton. To Simmons, guarded by Gasol. They get it to Milton. Up fake, drive, pull up, jumper, free throw line, no good. Rebound, Gasol. Finds Lowry. Kyle up the middle of the floor. Puts his head down, gets to the lane, reverse layup is in! Kyle Lowry! Put an orange shirt on that man like Home Depot. He's going to do it himself. 50-49 Toronto with its first lead of the game. A one-point lead. Good job turning his back to the defender and able to put some English on it with the right hand and, and spin it into the basket. Just a tough bucket. Thibault to Milton. Near side. Harris back to Milton. Drives in the lane. Kick out. Horford corner three. No good. Rebound Lowry. One minute to go. Siakam, front court to Ananobi, and they got Pascal on the travel. He was going to get it to Fred on the near wing, running up beside the Raptor bench. And sure, somebody ran in that passing lane. Pascal saw it. I thought that was a good call. Yeah, it was a good call. I thought Pascal missed Fred by taking an extra dribble, which allowed a Philly defender to get in the way. But if he had delivered that pass earlier, Fred would have had a wide open layup. Yeah, one dribble too many, huh? Yep, yep. Harris up top, 50-49 Toronto, 45 seconds first half. And right in the middle of the lane, Ben Simmons drives. He's fouled, and he'll go to the line for two. And sure, a guy like Simmons who's not a shooter, you I love your line about position or possession, one or the other, not both. He can't get the ball in the middle of the lane like that. Well, he can, and the Raptors were in a zone right there, and and credit Ben Simmons for recognizing that. He sealed the inside of the back defender and created that, that whole opening in the lane. We know the soft spot of the zone is right below the free throw line. Yes. And he got into that area and was able to, to create an opportunity. That's just smart basketball by Ben Simmons. He makes one of two free throws. Game tied at 50. 35 seconds first half. Van Vliet kick out. Lowry deep. Three. No good. Rebound. Here comes Ben Simmons. Up the middle of the court. Floats it up to Horford. They're going to wipe it out. Simmons was airborne and charged into Lowry on the pass. Kyle can read those a mile away. Turn it over. Toronto ball. 25.7 go. Lots of time to get a good shot. 
I'm just surprised that players aren't more aware of Kyle when they're they know he's back there. They yep. know he's he's the guy who's going to draw the charge. I'm surprised players don't tread with more caution and stay down and make solid plays. Siakam up top. Simmons on the defense. Pascal, 10 on the shot clock. Turns. Drives left. Beats Simmons into the lane. Floats it up. No good. Rebound. Pascal puts it back up. No good. Lots of contact. No foul call. And that's the way the half ends. We are deadlocked at 50 apiece. A scrambly possession for the Raptors, but this second quarter, the Raptors got a better defensive performance across the board, taking away some of the things that Philly was doing very good in the first quarter. Now it's about continuing that trend coming into the third quarter. Raptors hold Philadelphia to 4 of 19 in that quarter, and they tie the game. The 14-point lead of Philadelphia erased it's 50 apiece recess here at Scotiabank Arena. Jim Taddy and Dwayne Watson to take you through. Let's take a break. Halftime when we come back. From Scotiabank Arena, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball across the TSN radio network. Tangerine Raptors basketball is on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. Siakam to Lowry, near side, right wing. Raptors coming left to right. Gasol tees up a three. Got it down the bottom of the well. Game is tied at 46. 2.50 to go, first quarter. The Raptors have climbed the hill. That's a problem. As good as Ben Simmons is, he's turnover prone. It is tied at 50. Raptors halftime show on TSN 1050. Brought to you by Mr. Fresh Air Fresheners. How does your gym or hockey bag smell? Oh, really, guy? Keep it fresh with Mr. Fresh Air Fresheners. Available to Four Natural Scents. Visit freshandfamous.com. Jim Taddy high above the court, and down below is Josh Lewenberg, our Raptors reporter. Josh, welcome in. That was a massive climb by the Raptors in that second quarter, wasn't it? It, it was. A strong close to the half. I mean, listen, neither team was especially sharp in that first half. Obviously, the Sixers got off to a really good start, sort of surprisingly, considering they were already down one starter in Joel Embiid. They lost a second starter, Josh Richardson, early in the game, going down with a hamstring injury, and this is not an especially deep team already, but I I thought Philly's bench really stepped up in the first quarter. Offensively, uh, they were really strong, hitting threes and and moving the ball, Uh, whereas the Raptors really turned it on, as you mentioned, Late in that second quarter, I thought it started on the defensive end, and that's where it needs to start with this Raptors team. They were uncharacteristically sluggish to start, especially on the defensive end. A lot of miscues that you don't expect to see from them, uh, but they tightened things up towards the end of the second quarter there, and that sort of fueled their offense. I I thought Marcus Gasol was fantastic on on both ends of the floor, really. Again, just starting things off defensively, really shutting things down in the paint and providing some good help uh, on the weak side. And then uh, offensively, he's been uh, incredibly efficient, 5 for 5 from the field. He's hit both of his threes. He's made some really nice passes and some really nice reads. Um, So, I mean, if you're the Raptors, you hope that you've built some momentum here going into the break and can carry that on here in the second half. Yeah, I think it's a a general analysis that when you're talking about the Raptors and they're not uh, getting the job done, you you can go to a bunch of stats. But I think the bottom line is you want to ask yourself, 
are they defensively engaged? And they were not in the first quarter, but certainly were limiting Philadelphia to 15 points in the second. And that is the key to their success, isn't it? Yeah, it feels like we're oversimplifying it, but it's true. I mean, that's the Raptors' identity. They're a team that plays hard, especially on the defensive end, and they just get after it. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes it comes down to shooting. Are they knocking down their shots? The nights where the three ball isn't falling, it's a lot tougher for them to win games. But at the end of the day, if they're not defending hard, if they're not playing as hard as we're accustomed to seeing them play, then that's sort of the the wild card for them a lot of nights that that's what keeps them in games even on nights where the offense isn't as crisp or shots aren't falling you can always rely on the effort and i think recently it's sort of been up and down the 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 danger with playing a lot of sub 500 teams as the raptors have been doing i mean it's been a, a relatively friendly schedule from that standpoint and they have a bunch of them to come but the danger of course is that you're sort of going through the motions a little bit you, it's human nature you take your foot off the gas and uh, you, you're sort of just accustomed to flipping on the switch late in games and a lot of the times against bad teams you can get away with that uh, but here you've got a game that you shouldn't have trouble getting up for uh, uh, one of those measuring stick type games against one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference, a team that you're fighting with for seeding in the Philadelphia 76ers. No Joel Embiid, sure, but they've been playing really well like the Raptors. They've won four straight games coming in. So, yeah, maybe they got caught up in that habit of getting off to the slow start and flipping on the switch later in the game, which is a dangerous thing to do against a team like this. But, hey, I think you're the Raptors having not played your best basketball or any we're really close to it so far to be tied at the half you feel pretty good about that especially if you can carry over some of that late second quarter momentum yeah one of the other differences tonight and it's always what works that's the way to to sort of analyze this team is uh, coach nurse going more with the starters there has been participation from the bench but it hasn't been at its normal standard has it yeah tightening up that rotation there we saw sort of an eight-man rotation to begin the second quarter with the raptors uh, sticking with a couple starters uh van vliet and, and gasol as well as the two subs you expect to see powell and ibaka and then it was hollis jefferson out there a- and then patrick mccaw comes in so they extended the rotation to about nine there mccaw going down with uh an injury didn't look good it's hard to see it actually initially getting hit in the face but was down for a while slow to get up and then uh, had his face covered with a towel as he went to the bench he will not or the the locker room i should say he he will not return uh, tonight the raptors are calling it a facial contusion and and they're going to evaluate him further throughout the night and, and into tomorrow but terrence davis coming in for him so nurse to your point jim sticking with a nine man rotation here and it's not a surprise to see him tighten up the rotation and really narrow down the units that he he throws out there in a game that he's admitted means a lot more than some other games you don't always hear that from coaches i love the honesty and we got it from both coaches today i think these are probably two of the top five coaches in the nba in terms of just the the honest and candid approach that they take with the media they don't sugarcoat or beat around the bush and i i like that i mean they both said listen this is an important game not only to test themselves but 
also for some internal evaluation to measure themselves up against uh, a team in their weight class, see where they're at and what they need ultimately going into a crucial stretch here two weeks ahead of the trade deadline. So this is a crucial game, and I expect to see both coaches approaching it like that in the second half here in the way that they assign uh, the minutes of their starters and of their stars. Josh, thanks very much. Appreciate it. All right, Jim. Josh Lewenberg reporting courtside. The Raptors' first half stat is brought to you by your Ontario Subaru dealer. Celebrate the worst of winter to Subaru. Hurry into your local Ontario Subaru dealer during their bring-on winter event for lease and finance rates from point nine nine percent and i'm gonna have some fun with figures to show you the difference and it really trumpets the raptors defense in the second quarter philadelphia shooting in the first quarter 58 percent uh they were 14 of 24 and in the uh, second quarter they were four of 19 so that dropped didn't get to the line the foul line in the first quarter but did in the second from the outside seven of 14 philadelphia was in the first two of nine in the second so stops in the raptors defense throttling philadelphia and that's what we're going to go with uh, as the raptors outscored them 24 15 in that quarter and it's tied at 50 at the break the raptors halftime show on tsn 1050 brought to you by mr fresh air fresheners how does your gym or hockey bag smell guy please just tell me keep it fresh with mr fresh air fresheners available for natural sense visit fresh and famous Dot com. Some numbers also from the first half. Gasol, 60 minutes, 5 of 5, 2 of 2 from the outside, and 12 points. Siakam had 11 points in that half. Kyle Lowry had 11. Freddie Van Vliet, 7. And off the bench, Ibaka, 5. And Norman Powell had 4. The second half is next. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors Basketball on TSN 1050 and TSN1050.ca. Back in Toronto, about to get the second half going. Paul Jones, Sherman Hamilton downstairs, second row on the floor with Steve Eliopoulos. You just heard from Taddy and Watson with J.P. Ricciuto up there. Arad and Natasha back at Raptors Central with Toronto and Philadelphia deadlocked. Sherm at 50 apiece. A much better defensive second quarter for the boys that live on Bay Street in Toronto. Yeah, and they needed to have a better defensive second quarter, having Philadelphia shoot around 60% in that first quarter. First area of concern was keeping Philadelphia away from those clean looks. They did a better job in that second quarter. Now the question is, can they continue that? And for Philadelphia, I'm sure they come out of the locker room saying, if they don't turn the basketball over, they can get better looks at the basket. And, and if you're the Raptors, you got to stay connected to people and really just put a lot of pressure on Ben Simmons because... He is turnover prone. Well, let's see if the Raptors can pull away in this second half as they outscored Philly in that second quarter to even the game at 50 heading in to the halftime. Raptors won the second quarter 24-15. Pretty good quarter. And now Toronto will bring it front court token pressure from philly but raptors get it in and starters on the floor for toronto siakam ananobi gasol van vliet and lowry philly in the zone siakam near side left wing and they've got a defensive three second violation against philadelphia's al horford so it's one shot and the ball for toronto Raptors' only lead, Sherb, has been 
at at one point late in the second quarter. Lowry rattles the free throw down. Again, a one-point lead, 51-50 Toronto, and they have the ball back. Ananobi will inbound, gets it to Gasol. Raptors in the black, moving right to left toward the Bay Street end of Scotiabank Arena. Van Vliet up top against Thibault. Works left with a screen from Gasol. Splits the D into the lane. Siakam three short again. Another good look that did not go down. Back comes Philadelphia. Tobias Harris in the lane. Kick to Thibault. Corner three good. Again, we're seeing the penetration attracting Raptor defenders. And then it's out to the three-point line to make shots. And you've got to be balanced defensively in transition if you're the Raptors. Van Bleet turns the corner far side. On the bounce to Siakam, drives to the hoop and jams it down. Pascal with the cramp. Raptors tie it at 53. They ran out at him, Sherm, and there was no help behind. Well, the three-point shot's a bit flat, but that dunk is, is right on time for Pascal. Horford up top. Kick it to Thibault. Now to Simmons on the block, near side, right wing. Kicks it cross court. Harris fires a three and knocks it down. How about the pass from Ben Simmons? Yeah, Pascal got sucked in on the weak side just a little bit too much. Tobias Harris just moved up a little bit, just forced the rotation back out to him to be a little bit further. Inside, Ananobi takes the pass, goes airborne, lays it up, no good. Rebound, Korkmaz. OG right underneath with a good look, couldn't get it down. Korkmaz fires for three near side, no good. Rebound, Siakam. Runs it front court, 10-08, third quarter. Pascal, kick out to Lowry, swing it to Gasol, to Van Vliet. Drives near side, left wing. Kick back to Mark Gasol. Now to Van Vliet, on the bounce, inside to Gasol. Cross court, Siakam. Shakes, drives, kick to Lowry, three in the air, back rim, no good. Great look, great ball movement, just needed a finish. That's what you call a positive possession. Everything about that ball movement, excuse me, that offensive possession was there. Just weren't able to knock down the shot to finish it. Harris up top on the dribble. Works into the lane against Gasol. Turnaround jumper, no good. Rebound Siakam. 56-53 Philadelphia, 9-20 third quarter. And an OB front court. Raptors in the black, moving right to left toward Bay Street. Lowry in the lane. Stops, short floater, back rim, no good. Philadelphia coming back with a three-point lead. Simmons, near side to Korkmaz. Drives, floater to Simmons. Missed the dunk on the alley-oop, but Ananobi going to be called on the foul. Yeah, Simmons went way up there to try and get to that basketball. Korkmaz was driving the baseline. The Raptors helped, and Simmons cutting from the other side would have hammered that alley-oop pass if OG didn't end up fouling him. But again, what we're seeing is off the dribble penetration, the backside rotation for the Raptors is struggling to get to shooters and get to people. And Philadelphia is doing a good job of exploiting that. So the Raptors have won 14 in a row against Philadelphia. The last loss here by the Raptors against Philly was January 9th of 2013, regular season, yep. that is. Yep, they've, uh, they've been excellent. And that was one heck of a playoff series we saw last year sure between was. these two teams. 58-53, Philly by 5, 8 
steal from Thibault as he jams it down. Gasol chasing him, and they've got the foul. Or no, they've got the dunk, and it's a timeout, Toronto. Yeah, Marcus all very fortunate that he didn't get called for a foul. It, there was some contact on Thibault right there, and it was, could have been a dangerous play, but uh, no call by the officials. Mark just trying to hustle to get back into the play. It's a 10-3 run to start the quarter for Philadelphia. They lead it 60-53. Let's take a break. 8.43 to go, third quarter. From Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, you're listening to Tangerine Raptors basketball on the TSN radio network. Well, back in Toronto, Raptors have dug themselves a hole, Sherm. They were even at halftime, and then a slow start to this third quarter. And all of a sudden, they have fallen down by 7, 60-53. Philadelphia playing without Joel Embiid and looking pretty resilient right now. Ben Simmons leading the way, 12 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. And, I mean, we knew that what this young man is capable of, Sherman. Now, without Joel Embiid, it's like he's got more room to roll, more of a license to kind of be the man in Philadelphia. Yeah, no question about it. Philadelphia right now in the early starts of this quarter, 3 of 5 from the floor. But more importantly of three from the three-point line. They've created what we saw in the first quarter, the ability to get the Raptors to contract to try and affect the group penetration, and they're finding teammates on the three-point line. Outscoring Toronto by 18 points, 11-5 from behind the arc tonight. Raptors swing it, Van Bleed into the corner. Gasol, open three, got it, man. That ball was hopping like a hot potato. And Gasol dropped it in the bottom of the well. Well, I like the fact that Philly went to the zone. The Raptors overloaded one side and pulled Mark out of the blocks and put him down in the corner. And he became the last pass where no one else was able to rotate out to. They got the foul on Mark Gasol. Brett Brown right out at center. And Zach Zarba saying, hey, man, back up to your side, please. So Gasol takes the foul. First of the game. And the Raptors will play defense trailing 60-56. Harris up top gets it to Korkmaz. Near side right wing. Got Gasol. Drives. Inside. Knocked away. Ball loose. Here comes Toronto. Ananobi has it tipped away from behind by Ben Simmons, who's always pursuing the ball. Horford drives baseline. Runs into Mark Gasol. Still in the lane. Simmons loses it. And what do they got? Oh, man, they got a foul on Toronto. And they got it on Fred Van Vliet. What was the call? Ben Simmons was just pirouetting. Back to the basket. Oh, I don't know about that one. They called Fred for the reaching, but it looked like Ben Simmons was just spinning around and the ball popped loose. Not sure about that one, my friends. Nonetheless, Simmons knocks down. The first free throw. Misses the second, 61-56. Front court come the Raptors right to left in the black uniforms. Sixers in the man-to-man. Gasol up top. Underneath to Siakam. 
Knocked away. Too uncharacteristic, like he was forcing it in there from Gasol. Mark is yelling at himself as he runs back on defense, knowing that that's not what he needed to do. Horford to Ben Simmons on the drive into the lane. Kick out to Horford. To Korkmaz. Swing to Thibault. Sidestep. Three in the air. Short. Rebound Van Vliet. Great multiple effort D by the Raptors. Van Vliet driving and Korkmaz has it knocked away from behind by Thibault. And here comes Philadelphia. Active hands by Philadelphia. Simmons on the drive to Korkmaz. Good closeout. Drives baseline. Cut off. Three up top from Harris. Good. And they make you pay. The Raptors in a transition opportunity. The ball gets poked loose from behind. Philadelphia comes back. Good drill penetration again. Finds Tobias Harris wide open on the three-point line. Lowry into the lane to Siakam. The floater short. Rebound knocked away. Pascal gets it back to Van Vliet. Up top, Fred. Drives right, far side. Tries to get it to Gasol. Kicked away. And it's like the Raptors are fighting uphill all of a sudden, sure. Well, they are. They're struggling to find any flow offensively. And the shots that they get, when they move the basketball in the open, in the half court, they're getting very good looks. But to turn the ball over, Philadelphia is gaining confidence off their defense, and Philadelphia is hurting them on the defensive end. Gasol to Van Vliet. Guarded by Thibault. Fred Jukes goes left into the lane. Floats it up. No good. No foul call. Here comes Simmons. Quick hit ahead to Harris. Drives in the lane. Scoops it up and in. Philadelphia has the lead at 10. 66-56. Yes. A lot of gun punches. All of a sudden you're soft in the middle. At that time the Raptors just got really soft in the paint. Probably expecting the kick out. Siakam in the lane. Up and under move. Lays it up. No good. Long rebound. Batted away to Gasol. Drives and he's fouled by Tobias Harris. Raptors just can't get it going consistently, Sherman. And, and you know what? You've got to give Philadelphia credit. Absolutely. Philadelphia has been active. They've been able to create some turnovers and, and force the Raptors into some tougher situations. They forced in this quarter alone four turnovers, and they've scored six points off those turnovers. So the Raptors have to be much more careful with how they handle the basketball. 5.45, third quarter. Raptors... Trailing Philadelphia by 10, 66-56. Gasol backs down on Horford. Fall away. Rainbow got it. Man, that thing went to the top of the arena and came down with snow on it. Raptors cut the lead to 8, 66, 58. And that was a great contest by Al Horford. And all he did was nod at Marcus Gasol and say, good shot. Horford drive. Ibaka over to challenge. Here comes Toronto. Three on four. Powell into the corner to Lowry. Drive baseline. Lays it up. No good. No foul call. Here comes Ben Simmons. Harris up top. Against Pascal Siakam. Harris underneath to Simmons. Kicks it into the corner. Thibault open three. No good. Rebound Lowry. Runs it front court. On a dead run into the middle of the lane. Bounced by Thibault. And the foul will be on the youngster out of Washington. Doesn't like the call. That's called just embarrassing the officials into making yeah. a call right there. Yeah. Either the officials were going to call a travel or they're going to call a foul. Kyle just picked the ball up and just started to walk with it after he felt the contact. So 
That's one of those blow the whistle and make the right decision right now. Uh, and, and in there is also a why didn't you blow the whistle last time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's one of those don't make it worse right now by making the wrong call. <laughs> to go, third quarter. Raptors down 66-58. They've got the ball. Trying to get it in, front court. Lowry couldn't get it in, and he slams it down after having to call a timeout as his team didn't cut hard. Nobody came to the ball, and Kyle saved the possession. But, Sherm, that's a valuable timeout burned right now. And that's why Kyle was so upset. Just didn't feel that guys executed properly and got open with purpose. Burns a timeout because he wants to save the turnover, but you better believe him and Nick Nurse don't want that timeout burn. Let's take a break. 4.50, third quarter. Raptors trailing. Philadelphia 66, Toronto 58 from Scotiabank Arena. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball across the TSN radio network. Back in Toronto. A little bit of housekeeping for those of you down the line on the network. The break that we missed in the second quarter will be tagged on in the post game. So it'll give you a little bit more time to go to the bathroom as we tag that break on and the Raptors better get out of the bathroom right now, Sherman, get to work. They're down 66-58, only eight points in the first seven minutes and ten seconds of this third quarter. Well, I don't know if they're in the bathroom, but wherever they are, they need to get back to the court and figure out <laughs> how to get some offensive flow here. And I really think the fact that Philadelphia is getting what they want on the offensive end. Yes, they're compromising the Raptors' defense. They're getting good looks. That's deflating. The Raptors are used to getting stops, creating turnovers, getting out in transition, and being an open-court team. And Philadelphia, for the most part in this game, has done a very good job keeping the Raptors in a five-on-five setting. The Raptors with only six fast break points in this game. Philadelphia with 14. Definitely not how the Raptors usually play when they're playing at a high level. Lowry, Siakam, Ibaka, Powell, and Terrence Davis. Powell out of the timeout. They run the play, and the general drops it in the bottom of the well. All of a sudden, the lead is down to five. 66-61, the Raptors will play the zone. Great execution there. Horford, three ball, near side, no good. Rebound, Siakam, the zone, gets a stop. Pascal, front court, on the drive, on Simmons. Gets past him, lays it up, no good. And they've got an offensive foul on Siakam with the hook on the left arm. So turn it over and give it to Philadelphia. I would say there was a hook because there was movement of the defense sliding into his path. Yeah, and then Pascal was trying to establish his position as the defense was moving, but you get the stop. Now you got to force your defense to get another stop, and you're not able to. Simmons on the inside, man. Big to big passing as Simmons gets it to Horford. 68-61 Philly. Four minutes to go. Third quarter. Sixers with a seven-point lead. Davis in the lane. Kick to Siakam. Turns down a three. Drives it inside. Floats it up. Blocked by Tobias Harris. Pascal looked a little off balance there. Well, he turned down a wide open three because he hasn't made many in this game, and you got to continue to shoot them. Philadelphia zipping it around. Harris up top. Shot clock at 10. They get it to Horford. Swing it to Milton. Inside to Simmons. Powell on him. 
Simmons, cross-court pass, Thibault, three, short, rebound, Siakam. Raptors fortunate there, Serge got sucked in on the weak side, and Thibault had a wide-open look, just unable to knock it down. Lowry to Siakam, the pass low. Pascal picks it up, and to get it to Serge, who lays it in, timeout, Brett Brown. It's a good timeout by Brett Brown. The Raptors get get a stop, get a score. He doesn't want to let them create any kind of momentum. Stops it with a timeout going to get his team under control so we'll keep it here and technical foul is going to be called on the Raptors and Kyle tried his best to get Pascal away and Pascal kept on giving it to the officials until he finally got the technical well Zach Zarba now talking to Nick Nurse about the play I thought Pascal was off balance, and you're right, Sherm. He turned down the open three because he a hadn't made wide it. Wide open three. I mean, you got to catch and fire. You like got, that's yeah. in your. I mean, that shot is made. Let, let's face it. You and I have, at a different level, been on the court. That shot is made on the catch. You're confident, saying, "Man, I'm catching this thing and I'm burying it." Hey, you're right. And the defense, in terms of Al Horford, was almost at the block waiting for him. He's daring you to shoot it, and he just gave up all that distance, and Pascal went right into him to try and score but no matter what happens for Pascal Siakam he can miss a lot of shots but what he can't get to is turning shots yes yes that's a whole different animal to try and correct when you start to turn shots down so Tobias Harris to shoot the technical knocks it down and all of a sudden the lead back to six and Philly has the ball Sixers have been, well, the better executing, grittier, more determined team, Sherm, without the mistakes so far tonight. Well, they have been, and I tell you what, Ben Simmons has done a great job against his own for the Raptors, whether he's cutting or he's sealing on the inside, getting into the soft spots of that zone. He's been very good. Simmons drives in the lane, kicks to Harris. He drives into the lane to Korkmaz, to Horford, three, far side, no good. Rebound Davis. Excellent contest. Way to put pressure on every pass Philadelphia. Lowry drives past Harris and lays it in. Kyle skates to the hoop. Raptors back to within four, 69-65. Horford to Korkmaz. Kick out Harris. Three straight away. No good. Rebound Ibaka. Raptors trying to pick up the pace. Lowry runs it front court. Kick to Ibaka. Surge drives in the lane. Loses the ball. And they've got the foul called on Philadelphia. Surge, go on Ben Simmons. Surge bordering on disaster right there. You know, and that would have been the momentum killer. Yes. You get the stop. You get a score. You get a stop. Surge turns that over. It kind of deflates you, but he gets to the free throw line. So they can continue to build off of that. But like we talked about earlier, it's all about the defensive side. You're getting stops. So that's creating offensive opportunities. The Raptors are a much more effective team when they get out in transition. Ibaka free throw good. Sherman, I was on the phone today as part of my prep with a former NBA coach talking about the analytics of the game, and I've heard Nick Nurse say it too. You get four consecutive stops, you're usually winning the quarter, and it leads to scoring runs, and that's what it's all about right now. The Raptors trying to get back into this thing with a scoring run. Well, absolutely. Again, we can talk about shooting more threes. We can talk about a more offensive game. 
I'm all for it. But at the end of the day, if you can't stop people, to me, smoke and mirrors. Yes, you've got to be able to get stops. Your offense can light it up, but you've got to be a team that's able to get stops in crucial situations. Surge misses the second free throw. 69-66, Philly by three, 218 third quarter. Korkmaz open three, good. He has such a good release. It's, he doesn't drop the ball down when he catches it. Seven shots. 72-66, Philly. Ibaka floater in the lane, good. Van Vliet finds him. Raptors cut the lead to four. Here comes Simmons, front court, guarded by Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Simmons on the bounce. Far side, left wing. Philly coming left to right. Works right, kicks to Harris. Drives in the lane, floats it up, no good. Ibaka with the challenge and the rebound. Here comes Terrence Davis, front court. On the drive, into the lane. Kick out to Ibaka. Gets it to Van Vliet, gives him a screen. Fred pulls for three, good! Down the bottom of the well for Fred Van Vliet. Raptors cut the lead to one, 72-71 Philly. Minute 23rd quarter. Another good screen set by Serge. Getting Fred Van Vliet open for that three-point shot. Simmons on Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Rondé right up on him, gets a switch. Kicks it far side, Harris three, short, rebound Ibaka. Raptors with a chance for the lead. Down low, Raptors get it to Rondé. On Korkmaz, drive, kicks it to Van Vliet, deep three, good! Way, way down the bottom of the well for Van Vliet. Raptors take their biggest lead of the game at 74-72. Good decision by Rondé. Had the attack, got to the middle, kicked that ball out, and Fred a good five feet behind the three-point line, able to knock it down. Korkmaz, quick catch and shoot, no good. Rebound, Van Vliet. 35 seconds, third quarter. Powell, three, near side, no good. Long rebound. Terrence Davis to Van Vliet. That had heat check written all over it. Fred looking for the screen. Drives on Shake Milton. Step back, three, short, rebound. Fred runs it down. And he's fouled as he gets to the rebound. And Van Vliet will go to the line for two. The crowd appreciative of the Raptor efforts as they come back to take the lead. Yeah, on their feet in Scotiabank Arena right now. Applauding the effort and applauding Fred Van Vliet for his stellar play in the last minute and a half of this quarter. Raptors on a run here. It's a 13-4 run to take this lead. And first foul in the last two minutes. Raptors will inbound far side, right wing as they move, right to left. 14 seconds on the shot clock. You get Kyle Lowry back into the game for the offense. Van Vliet up top. Game clock at 10. Shot clock at 8. Fred drives right. Now to Lowry, right down the middle of the lane, lays it up and in. I like that. I like that. And Nick Nurse signaling to his team that you have a foul again. Horford. Oh, Van Vliet looked like he got a lot of the orange, and they got him for the foul. Oh, oh. man, oh, man. That look, Nick Nurse with that open mouth look of incredulity as he thought Freddie had all of the pumpkin on that one. That is as close to clean as I've ever seen, and that's textbook. Go for the steal, and if you foul, you foul. 
but it looked like Fred got a lot of the ball on that play. Philadelphia inbounding. They get it to Shake Milton on Norm Powell. Contested three, no good. The Raptors have their biggest lead of the game, 76-72 after three quarters. They close the quarter on a 15-3 run. Great flurry by the Raptors to end the quarter. Defensively, they got better and better and better as the quarter went on. And then their offense via Fred Van Vliet kicked in. So they found some things that have worked to end the quarter. Just got to bring it into the fourth quarter now. One lap of the track to go. 76-72, Toronto in the lead. From Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, you're listening to Tangerine Raptors basketball across the TSN radio network. Back in Toronto, Raptors surge ahead and lead 76-72, one lap of the track to go. And Sherman was a 15-3 run to close the quarter. And Toronto again playing solid defense. Philadelphia shooting percentage down to 38 and a half. And in that quarter, Toronto another stellar defensive effort. Seven of 21 are the Sixers. Yeah, the defense answered the call. And we've talked about it over and over again during this broadcast that when the Raptors get those stops, they're more confident on the offensive end because they're operating in the open floor. They are very effective when they play that brand of basketball. Philly ball to start the quarter. Korkmaz, Neto, Norvell, Pell out there with Shake and Mike Harris, or Mike Scott. They got a foul on the Antiguan. Norvell, Pell. And that'll turn it over and give it to Toronto. First possession of the quarter, a turnover for Philadelphia. Raptors will bring it front court. Good job by Fred fighting over that screen and getting the officials' attention on that moving screen. Raptors 25-6 and six when they lead after three quarters. And then now Powell with an offensive foul on the dribble handoff to Van Vliet, giving it right back to Philadelphia. Ouch! Yeah, you just can't hand back an opportunity that was gift-wrapped for you. That time Norm Powell gets called, and now you got to sink in on the defensive end and see if you can get another stop. Front court. Davis out there with Van Vliet, Ibaka, Powell, and Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Neto in the lane, kick to Korkmaz, up fake, reset, three in the air, short, rebound, Powell. Three on three, Powell right to the hoop is fouled Norman Powell with a straight line drive and sure we mentioned this number going into the game against Minnesota and we'll have to phone our good friends at Elias to get an update of players that have scored 400 or more points in the NBA this year nobody has a greater percentage on the fast break than Norman Powell 27 of his percent of his points have come in that fashion well what i like about it is norm got to the open floor and picked his dribble up early but extended the ball forward and that forced netto who was trying to strip the ball to get him on the arms but when norm was on the lineup the raptors did not have the same transition numbers that they did with norm in the lineup because he does things like that he puts a lot of pressure on the defense in the open floor front court powell makes two free throws 78 72 Raptors by six. Neto guarded by Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Drives, kicks to Korkmaz. 
in the lane. The off-balance floater, no good, but they've got the foul on the Raptors. Well, Terrence Davis is getting called for a hand on the hip as Corkmas was going up to shoot that off-legged runner, which ended up being an air ball. Well, kind of a bailout there, Usher. A little bit. Now, we didn't see the replay, and if Terrence Davis had his hand on his hip, then Terrence Davis is bailing him out. So, I think sometimes players, and you know, in the action of the game, you're you're trying to do the right thing, just understanding you've done everything you can do. Now it's about just seeing if the player can make that yeah, shot. Yeah, yep. Contain, contest, and, and rebound, right? Yeah. Van Vliet, front court. Deep three up top, no good. Rebound, Norvell Pell. 78-73, Raptors by five. 10.40 to go in the ballgame. Korkmaz to Scott, guarded by Van Vliet. Turn, shoots over him, short. Rebound, Terrence Davis. Ibaka three straight away, good! Down the bottom of the well for Serge Ibaka. Serge leaves the gooseneck up there, and the Raptors have extended the lead to 81-73, largest all night. Good job by Serge as a trail big. Had Neto running underneath him, wasn't worried about that, able to elevate and knock down that three-point shot. Timeout on the floor, 10.25 to go in the game. Raptors with an eight-point lead, 81-73. Let's take a break from Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball across the TSN radio network. Philadelphia made 14 field goals in the first quarter. They have made 11 the rest of the way. 10.25 to go, fourth quarter, 81-73. Raptors by eight. Philadelphia was 14 of 25 after a quarter. They sit 25 of 67 now. And my bad math tells me that's 11 for 42, but that is good defense. That is good defense. And and again, when the Raptors have locked down, they've been able to get stops. Yeah. Now they might have shot themselves in the foot with a bad offensive possession or a turnover, but they have been able to get stops. So they have that in their back pocket when they need it. It's just to find a way, as they're doing right now, over the last end of that third quarter, a little bit at the beginning of this fourth quarter, to get some offensive flow. Here we go. 10-25, fourth quarter. Sixers in the white coming front court left to right. Neto, Scott, Korkmaz, Pell, and Milton. Down low, Mike Scott, guarded by Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Gets it to Korkmaz, Powell in front of him. Milton, guarded by Terrence Davis. Ibaka steps up on the screen. Korkmaz up top, the off-balance floater, good. Man, that's creativity, because the shot clock was running down. Yeah, that's the runner, that pump fake, one dribble, one-legged takeoff, one hand on the ball. Good touch by Korkmaz. Powell in the lane, drives it, Pell has it blocked. Kick out, here comes Neto. On the run against Van Vliet, stops. Mike Scott, corner three, good. 81-78. Just like that, Jonesy. A runner, a turnover on a block shot, and all of a sudden they're out in transition. Philadelphia gets a wide open three. Van Vliet drives at Neto, up and under. 
finds Rondé, puts it up, blocked by Pell. Hollis Jefferson gets it back. It goes out of bounds to Toronto. Norvell Pell has a talent for rim protection, Sherm. No question about it. The last two possessions doing a great job challenging the Raptors at the rim, getting a couple blocks. 9.20 to go in the ball game. Raptors up 81-78. Van Vliet, three ball, far side, good. Down the bottom of the well. Came off the screen, and Terrence Davis found him. 84-78, Toronto. Good execution right there. Off the inbounds by the Raptors, getting Fred a good lock off of a double screen down. Neto to Pell. Back to Neto. To Tobias Harris, backs in on Van Vliet. Ibaka over. The kickout pass deflected by Powell. Milton drives in the lane. Stops. Contested jumper. No good. Great D by Terrence Davis. Here comes Toronto. 8.40 to go in the game. Toronto up 84-78. Van Vliet drives. No foul called. Back comes Philadelphia. Harris to Milton. Corner three. Good. There it is. The ability for Philadelphia to punish the Raptors after they block or get a turnover has been consistent in this game. That time, Tobias Harris blocks Fred Van Vliet's shot. All of a sudden, the transition game opens up in a wide-open three knockdown. Davis up top, splits the defense, gets into the lane, and the foul is called on Philadelphia on Shake Milton. Nice job by Terrence Davis, Sherm, to split the D and get into the lane on the screen and roll. Absolutely, and Shake Milton's done a solid job for the Philadelphia 76ers. Van Vliet to inbound. Gets it to Ibaka. Back to Van Vliet. Drives far side. Picks up his dribble, gets it to Powell. Shot clock at 5. 8.05 to go in the quarter. Norm, gotta go. Drive, pull up three in the air, no good. Rebound knocked away. Neto has it. Front court, Tobias Harris. Three-point Raptor lead, 84-81. Harris to Pell. On the bounce, Ibaka knocks it away. Loose ball on the ground. Pell picks it up. Gets it cross court to Harris. Tipped away by Terrence Davis. Raptors swarming defensively. 4.1 4.1 to go on the shot clock. 7.38 left in the ball game. Great activity by the Raptors there. Again, they have some guys who aren't comfortable handling the basketball high above the three-point line in Pell, and they put a lot of pressure on him to see if they could get a couple of turnovers. Front court, Tobias Harris. Fall away, jumper, no good. Long rebound, Toronto. Hollis Jefferson has it, brings it front court, gets it to Lowry. Ibaka, Powell, and Van Vliet, the other Raptors on the floor. Ibaka, jumper, no good. Off the pick and pop with Lowry. Here comes Philadelphia. That surges office, that 15, 17-foot jump shot just in and out. 84-81. Philly down. Neto drives, finds Pell, misses the dunk. Scott with the rebound. Underneath to Pell, he's fouled. And the Raptors say, youngster, go to the line to try and get your two. Yeah, the young fella misses the dunk, and Mike Scott did a good job battling for the offensive rebound and had a shot but found the young guy again, and the Raptors made sure he didn't have a chance to get it up to the rim and foul him. Well, Pell will go to the line. 
Leon Wood gives him the ball. 7-0-4 to go in the game. 84-81. Toronto. Pell, free throw, good. In comes Simmons. Out goes Neto. In comes Thibault. Out goes Milton. 7-0-4 to go. We're creeping towards the top of the stretch. The Raptors have a two-point lead. Norvell Pell on the line. Second free throw short. Rebound to Norm Powell. Front court. Powell on the bounce. Works around to Hollis Jefferson. Screen in the lane. Floats it up and in. Takes it right at Norvell Pell and lays it in. Does a good job getting his right shoulder into the shot blocker. That eliminates the distance and the space that Pell wants to block the shot and is able to lay it in off the right foot with the left hand. Ibaka with a steal. Hollis Jefferson on the drive. Fine surge for the dunk. And a foul. Surge all over that possession. Good job by Rondé and Surge defensively hooking up and offensively doing the same. And Kyle Lowry all over the Philadelphia bench for walking out on the floor. And it's a technical foul, although they're going to rescind it now, saying that he was trying to call a timeout. Yeah, that's what Brett Brown is saying. He was calling a timeout, not trying to go against the officials. This will be interesting to see. It will be. It will be. And in Brett Brown's defense, Eric Spolstra, Doc Rivers, Greg Popovich, they just stroll out onto the floor like nothing's happening to get a timeout. So no technical foul, timeout, because Lowry turned and saw Brett Brown standing beside him at the three-point line and put his palm skyward and said to the ref, what the heck is this? Well, I, I, it's clear that Brett Brown was trying to call a timeout. A big play by the Raptors, trying to dead the momentum, but the officials didn't see it that way and initially called a timeout, excuse me, called a technical, thinking that he was out there protesting the call. Here we come, 6.35 to go. We're headed towards the top of the stretch. 88-82 Toronto. Raptors by six from Scotiabank Arena. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball across the TSN radio network. Six minutes, 35 seconds to go in the ball game. The joint is jumping here on Bay Street. As the Raptors lead it, 88-82. A six-point lead with 6.35 to go, and Sherman's been a grind tonight. Kind of like that. I always compare it to a a golf tournament where in a major championship, there's one, at least one of the four rounds where you don't have your best swing, and you just kind of grind your way around the course, saving pars, making pars, and by the end of it, you can say, well, my score ain't that bad. I don't know what that feels like. Neither My score is usually bad I just when I watch have it. those kind of rounds. I just watch it on TV. I'm just making that up. Fair about enough. It. Fair enough. But you're right. It's one of those games where all the things that normally work for you aren't necessarily sharp. But somehow you've got a six-point lead. And that's a sign of a good team. Can you close out games where you don't have your best game going? That's what separates the good from the great teams. And the Raptors right now have that opportunity. Five straight wins on the line for either one of these teams. And I'll say this. The Raptors come into this game with 514 points in their last four games. That's a franchise record. So 
can't eat steak every night, Sherm. You, you had to know that one of these nights it wasn't offensively there might be a challenge. Oh, absolutely. And, and again, we've seen the Raptors find ways to win games when they don't have their best offensive game. So it wouldn't be a, a surprise to see them get it done, but this is going to be a challenge the way that Philadelphia has been able to impact them with their dribble penetration. Ibaka makes the back end of the old-time three-point play. He was all over it here with the, the denial and the steal. Raptors leading 89-82, seven-point lead, 6.25 to go in the ballgame. Mike Scott, corner three, no good. Rebound, Powell on the weak side, brings it up the left side near wing. Drives to the hoop, lays it up and in. Goaltend on Tobias Harris. Norman Powell coming alive. He's got 13. And the Raptors have their biggest lead of the game at 9. 91-82. Sherm, we talked about it in the pregame. The swagger on Norman Powell right now. Like, man, you can't hold me. Yeah, he's as confident as he's ever been in a Raptor uniform. Simmons in the lane. Siakam knocks it away. Here comes Toronto. Front court. Pascal against Simmons. Gets a switch on Thibault. Now backs off. Shot clock approaching 10. Siakam on the bounce. Drives. Gets into the lane. Floats it up. No good. Rebound. Philadelphia. Front court. Tobias Harris. Raptors trailed at 14 by one point. They now have their largest lead at 9. Thibault, corner three, good. Another wide open look. Al Horford around the free throw line. Able to attract a couple of defenders. Some good pin down action on the strong side here in front of us. Able to knock down that three. Thibault doing it again. Sure, we don't see him every night, but he's a guy in my books gets some consideration in the rookie-sophomore game. Absolutely. Ibaka kicks to Van Bleet. Shot clock at eight. Fred drives on Mike Scott. Kick to Siakam, corner three, no good. He measured it and couldn't get it down. Good that he shot it, though. Simmons, front court, kick to Horford. Into the corner, Thibel, another three, got it again. Thibel getting some good looks from the three-point line right now and making them hurting the Raptors, and this is what we talked about. Missed shots, open for opportunities. This is why Philadelphia is making it such a grindy game for the Raptors. 91-88. Powell in the lane, lays it up and in. Norm taking it to the rack. Play the city game, young man. 93-88, Raptors by five. Raptors back into that zone, but Norm doing a good job just driving with his legs through the defense. Simmons drives, misses the dunk, but gets a friendly roll as it goes down. While the Raptors were trying to figure out their positioning in the zone, Simmons attacked and was just fortunate enough to get a good bounce. Van Vliet, fall away. No, he's fouled, do they say, on the shot or on the floor. The foul will go on Matias Thibault. Fred talking to his teammates saying, get back, get set. Can't give up the lane like that. 4.14 to go. We're in the stretch. The Raptors lead it 93-90. Lowry inbound to Siakam, works far side, pulls for three straight away, in and out. Oh, just a tough one for Siakam right there. Good luck, everything but the bucket for Siakam on that one. 
Philadelphia looking to tie with a three. Harris drives, kicks to Thibault. He drives into the lane, loses the ball. Simmons saves it. It goes right to Powell, and it's a loose ball foul on Tobias Harris. Good hustle right there by Norm Powell getting back into the play. Ben Simmons did a good job saving that ball from going out of bounds. Norm attacking, and Tobias Harris trying to climb Norm's back to secure that ball. So Powell will go to the line for two, and once again, Sherm, Norman Powell coming alive. Misses the free throw. Had seven points coming into the quarter, has seven in the quarter right now. Yeah, Norm has done a great job scoring the basketball for the Raptors since he's been back in. Even prior to his injury, he was very good in terms of being efficient and really affecting the game offensively. Now we're seeing even more of a balance. He's still scoring it at a high clip, but defensively he's completely engaged in doing a good job on that side of the basketball as well. 94-90 Toronto, 3.39 to go. Horford three up top, no good. Here comes Powell on the run. Gets downhill, gets into the lane. Kick to Van Bleet. Near side, left wing. Now to Siakam, back to Van Bleet straight away. Uses the Pascal screen, drives right. Gets it to Siakam on Thibault. Pascal squares, drives, double team comes, spins in the lane, floated up and in. He wants the foul, didn't get it, but he'll take the deuce. 96-90 Toronto, and down the stretch we come. Three minutes to go in the game. Good job by Pascal. The three-point shot's not falling. Attack off the dribble and make them pay in the paint. Korkmaz down low to Horford on Siakam. Squares him up. Drive, step, back, jumper. No good. Rebound. Ibaka, great D by Pascal. Absolutely good switch out by Fred and Pascal to get Pascal's bigger body on Horford as Fred definitely was in a mismatch position. Toronto guarding people tonight. Philadelphia down under 40%. Siakam straight away. Two and a half to go in the game. Eight on the shot clock. Drives, kicks to Van Vliet, and they've got Siakam on the offensive foul. Uh, don't like that call. Don't like it at all. Are they going to challenge? Is Nick Nurse going to use the challenge? He's got he's got two timeouts. He's putting his hand up. He said he wants to see it. I I agree that Sherm, like you, I didn't like the call. I thought it was a block. But the way they're calling these in today's NBA, the guy's taking it in the chest, even if he's moving. I wouldn't see be surprised to see it upheld. And Sherm, if nothing else, Nick Nurse may be trying to protect Pascal as he talked to him going out on the floor. Absolutely. Pascal is having a tough night. And I think that it's one of the ways that you support a player that's, that's struggling and say, hey, look, you're struggling. We're going to do whatever we can to help you out. And that's a, you know, you're looking at 230 left in this game. That's a possession that you might want back. So... It all kind of fits into a, a good decision for Nick Nurse. So let's see. The review is taking place. Mark Lindsay and Zach Zarba under the hood. And let's see what they come up with. Raptors hoping to get it overturned. Zarba 
and Lindsay telling him to, to back it up. Let's take another look. And it looks like they're leaning to reversing the call to a block. So it looks like they're going to overturn the call, Sherm. There you go. We make sense sometimes. They got a block. Overturned. And I will say this, Sherm. That is... some confidence or security amongst the officials to have a call overturned that's a critical call at this point in the game. Yeah, like I said, with 2.30 left in the game, you don't want to give up possessions like that. And and right now, the Raptors get this possession back, and it changes things. Yeah, here's my amendment, though, Sherm. Nick Nurse should get his timeout back now, 100%. 100%. Or get another challenge. Or, yeah. But yeah. this is kind of the infancy stage right, of, of right. trying to figure out this challenge in. They're going to look at it over the summer and probably try and make some amendments to, to make it more feasible and productive. Siakam misses the first free throw. Well, Kiki Vandeway was here a couple games ago, the vice president of operations, and he likes the challenge and the system and the way it's going, and he did say that, Charm. There's some refinement still coming. Pascal on the line tonight. His second free throw knocks it down. 97-90 Toronto, two and a half to go. The black-shirted Raptors retreat on D, and they'll play man-to-man. Siakam picks up Simmons. Harris guarded by Powell. Ibaka on Horford. Harris near side, right wing against Ibaka. Surge with the stick hand up in his face. Harris drives cross-court to Horford. Now to Korkmaz, the floater in the air, no good. Rebound Siakam. Runs it front court on the bounce. Gets it to Van Vliet. Deep three in the air. Good! Down the bottom of the well for Fred Van Vliet. Raptors up 10, 190. Excellent decision by Pascal on the push. Everybody below the three-point line for Philadelphia. Simple kickback to Fred Van Vliet. A couple of feet behind the three-point line. A wide-open shot. And we'll go back to that. Block charge call, Jonesy. Huge. You get one point out of it. You come down to this end. You do what you have to do, and you get out in transition. You get a wide-open three. These type of situations can impact the game. Let's keep it here. Raptors with their biggest lead of the game at 10, 190, 2.02 to go. Freddie Van Vliet dropping them like it's hot. Five of six from distance tonight. Seven of his field goals. And seven field goals and five of them from behind the arc. The Raptors trying to stretch it out and ride it home right now. Yeah, Freddie has been big. Big. End of third quarter. This fourth quarter, he's been so big, making play after play. But we're used to that from Fred. He's... He's calm, he's steady, he's always engaged, and he has no fear. Thibault, Horford, Korkmaz, Simmons, and Harris coming front court left to right, defended by 
Siakam, Powell, Ibaka, Van Vliet, and Lowry. Thibault in the lane, puts it up, no good. Ibaka standing tall, rebound to Toronto. Good job by Serge, not getting the foul call, but doing a good job challenging Thibault. Serge's defense has been solid in this fourth Absolutely. quarter. Lowry, cross court to Van Vliet, on the bounce. Fred backs it out, shot clock at eight, 90 seconds to go in the game. Step back, three, got again! Knock it down, Fred Van Vliet in the bottom of the well. Toronto up 103 to 90. Fred with a calm look towards the bench and just says, hey, you know how I do it. Van Vliet shaking him down right now. Harris, three ball, no good, rebound Ibaka. The Raptors throwing another shovel of dirt on Philadelphia. Siakam on the bounce to Ibaka, holding far side, right wing. Gets it to the red hot Van Vliet. Now to Siakam. They're going to clear it out. Pascal works right against Simmons. Step back, three, in and out. Pascal is right there again. I like it. It hit keep every rim. Yeah, keep on shooting it, though. Well, you're right, Sherman. He ain't turning him down. That's right. 45 seconds. Raptors by 13. And Korkmaz is fouled by an airborne Norm Van Vliet. What a run it has been for the Toronto Raptors. Philadelphia had cut the lead to 84-82 on the Norvell Pell free throw. And that's as close as... Philadelphia has been in a while. 45 seconds to go. Simmons gets it in to Harris. Sergi Baca right up in his grill. Harris throws it up, no good, but he's fouled. And the Raptors have put Philadelphia on lockdown. Their defense definitely got the job done, especially after that first quarter, but their second half and fourth quarter defense has been excellent in terms of making sure that Philadelphia, even though they got some opportunities to score, there was never this consistent flow of offense for Philadelphia. It was stagnated. It was choppy because the defense started to pick up for the Raptors. Philadelphia had their 90th point at the 425 mark fourth quarter. That's their 91st point. They have gone almost four minutes coming home without scoring. That's that defense. So they get two free throws to score it, and they will pick up full court. Lowry strolls toward the inbound. Runs the baseline, and it calls the timeout. Says to Pascal, come back. We need some help at this end. Yeah, Pascal just taps his chest and says, I know, I need to come back. But these are the things you get to work on in these scenarios that you... You work on in practices or you don't get enough time to do it in practice, well, now it's about executing. And it's always about coming back to the basketball with strength, with force, refusing to be denied. Yes. Don't expect the whistle to bail you out at this point. Be strong and get that basketball. So the Raptors have a 103-92 lead. Philadelphia, as I said, Got that wonky dunk from Ben Simmons at the 425 mark. And they've had nothing since. 
from a field goal standpoint. Man, sure, the Raptors are guarding people tonight. Well, they are, and, and that's got to be their calling card. And it has been at times when their offense hasn't been good. So it's not a surprise. It's not anything that they don't know they need to do. And when they buy in defensively like they do, their offense, for some reason, starts to get better when they get after it defensively. So the Raptors have an 11-point lead with 40.2 seconds to go. Lowry gets it into Van Vliet. They trap him. Fred still has a live dribble, and he gets it to Norman Powell. Powell fouled by Tobias Harris with 34.4 to go. That's what I mean. Fred refused to be denied there, came to the basketball, was strong with it, didn't kick it out, panicking because the pressure was there, found Norm Powell, Norm strong with it, rips through the resistance, gets fouled. Free throw up and down for Norm Powell. Ten points in this fourth quarter from the general. He was on fire against Atlanta in the fourth quarter. Well, he's still got a little fire burning here, Sherm. He's got 18. No other player in franchise history has scored four straight 20s off the bench. Horford gets it to Korkmaz. Three, far side, off balance, got it. Tough three-point shot right there by Korkmaz. Lowry gets it to Siakam on the run. Pascal drives and jams it down. 107-95. That might do it. Brett Brown strolls back towards his bench. And Horford's going to look at the clock and say, look for the white flag, boys, and run it up the pole. Drives on Ibaka. Lays it up. No good. Rebound knocked away. Powell has it. And that'll do it. The Toronto Raptors come from behind. They trailed by 14 at one point. They fight back and defeat Philadelphia for the 15th consecutive time in the regular season. Toronto with the win, 107-95, five in a row for the Raptors. And they hold Philadelphia to 38% from the floor. The defense got grimier, got tougher, got more physical, and the Raptors were able to get the job done. So, Toronto gets the win, and we are joined by Serge Ibaka. Serge, we're right behind you here on the floor. The Mafuzi chef, hey, you had it cooking tonight, especially you on the defensive end in the fourth quarter. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to me about the defense. You guys really locked down, Serge. Yeah, um, we just come out of mindset in the second half because they was uh, making a lot of shots, you know, uh, because we know the only way to win a game is, you know, from defense. You know, that's why we, we was focused on that and uh, we get a W. Serge, you're doing a great job on the back line of the defense protecting the rim. When you see guys like Ben Simmons operating the soft spot in the zone, how do you attack that? Uh, when you, you have to be, be uh, alert, you know, communication is the key. I think communication is the key, and, uh, you know, you go early and make sure, you know, that your teammates are going to be out there to help you. Serge, we talk about it. How good can this team be when everybody's healthy, man? Man, we can be very dangerous. You know, now we got everybody healthier. You know, we get in, you know, we try to get up, uh, rhythm back to play together. And uh, I think we're going to get there. Serge, thank, thank you for you. the time, man. Great job tonight. Good win. Serge Ibaka, 
with a solid night off the bench, Sherm. 16.7 rebounds, a couple of assists. Efficient 6 of 9. Hey, man, from your big man, Ibaka with 16, Gasol with 17. You got 33-12 and some assists thrown in there, too. Yeah, that's a solid productive stat line for your bigs and Marcus all did it early serve did it late but collectively they got the job done and the bigs for the Raptors have been phenomenal when they've been healthy they've been very good so the Raptors hold Philadelphia to 18 of 59 over the final three quarters and they come away with their fifth straight win Charm. and it continues to roll they were healthy until Patrick McCall went down But the Raptors with enough in this game to get the job done against a Philadelphia team that came into this building red hot. So you credit the Raptors for standing up to a hot team and getting the job done when it didn't start to look that way in the first quarter. So that's it from the floor here at Scotiabank Arena. The Raptors win their fifth straight. It's a 107-95 triumph over the 76ers. For Sherman Hamilton and Steve Eliopoulos, Taddy and Watson with J.P. Ricciuto up top will take you home on your drive when you leave the arena. Raptors get the win, 107-95. This has been Tangerine Raptors basketball on the TSN radio network. Good night from Toronto. This is Raptors game night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. The Toronto Raptors come from behind they trailed by 14 at one point they fight back and defeat philadelphia for the 15th consecutive time in the regular season toronto with the win 107 95 five in a row for the raptors and they hold philadelphia to 38 percent from the floor the defense got grimier got tougher got more physical and the Raptors were able to get the job done. Oh, yes, they did. They got the job done. Stifling defense. Jim Taddy, Dwayne Watson upstairs. Down below, Sherm Hamilton will get us to Nick Nurse. Sherm, welcome back in. And stifling defense is the order of the day for the Raptors. You can go through all the numbers, but it always comes from that defense, doesn't it? Well, you're right, Jim. You think about it when the Raptors, after the first quarter, locked down, Philadelphia consistently took steps backwards in terms of their offense. This is the controllable end of the floor for the Raptors. And when they're tough defensively, they're turning teams over, they're getting out in transition, they're scoring in the open floor. When they're not, we see Philadelphia having them take the ball out the basket, and it slows down the pace. I thought after the first quarter, their defense got better and better and better, and that, to me, changed the game for the Raptors. For sure, on the other side of the ball, obviously, it sounds like uh, Fred Meadow heard some memos that the Raptors can't have three players in the All-Star game. He came out and played an incredible game today. What do you think about the shooting? Oh, he was excellent, Dwayne. When you think about Fred and his ability to end that third quarter going into the fourth quarter, listen, he was hot from the three-point line. And when you think about Fred, he took eight, he took, he made eight shots in this game. Six of them were made from behind the three-point line. Games go like that. Sometimes the ebb and flow of a game means you're going to take those threes because that's what's falling. He was able to knock them down. But just the toughness, just the ability to take control and make play after play after play offensively, we're used to seeing that from Fred. It's good to see him back in the lineup and healthy. It was fun to watch because Gasol really set the table offensively in the third quarter. Freddie came on in the end in the fourth quarter, and so did Powell and Ibaka off the bench. Classic 
Raptors contribution from everybody, wasn't it? Well, you're right. This team is built on depth, and that's how they're going to be successful. Last season, they had a guy named Kawhi who they could throw the ball to, and he could get the job done offensively. Now this team understands the collective punch that they can deliver, a lot of teams can't handle. And when they're healthy, they definitely have to utilize that full roster. So this team is unselfish. They know who they are. And when they're moving the basketball and when they're defending, there's not a lot of teams that can contend with them. Sure, obviously this wasn't the prettiest of wins if you look at it. I mean, you look at the team with that Joel Embiid, and obviously Josh Richardson goes down, like, you know, two of their best three-point shooters. Um, could have been a bit more decisive, though, would you think? Well, honestly, Dwayne, I think that when the, with the way the game started, the Raptors were really on their heels, and they found a way to kind of turn it around after the first quarter. You would assume that without Joel Embiid and then Josh Richardson going down that the Raptors should run away with this. But remember, Philadelphia came into this building on a four-game winning streak, just like the Raptors. So this team was playing at a, at a high level. And if you're the Raptors, you know that. And, and I, you know, I always look at it. There's, there's no such thing as an ugly win. So they got to win tonight. Yeah, they want to correct some things, but I can't see an ugly win ever. You know, they uh, in the last three games, they were able to really control the minutes, but they emptied Freddie's tank tonight. He played 42 minutes. So, you know, it's funny, the box score, you could always look at, well, this worked, but, but it's the search by Coach Nurse to figure out what's going to be the deciding factor, and he decided it was Freddie tonight. Well, you're right. I mean, Pascal was struggling offensively. OG Ananobi just couldn't score, just couldn't find his, his, his rhythm in this game. So I think what Nick Nurse did was he, he tried some different things. He saw Fred come alive, and he rode Fred. And, you know, throughout the course of an 82-game season, there are going to be games like this where guys have it going, and you're just going to have to put them out there, extend their minutes, and make them play. And Fred understands that there are going to be games, as we've seen in the past, where the Raptors have blown teams out, so they've gotten to rest guys. So as long as it's not a consistent thing where guys are staying out there for 38, 40 minutes, guys can handle it. Pascal goes for 18 and 15. Um, struggled from the field, 8 for 23. Uh, some of them just rimmed out, and some of them he was forcing a bit. But uh, You know what? I'm going to interrupt. Thanks a lot, Sherman. We're going to go down to Nick Nurse. Sounds you good. Think that once you got some defense in the game, it sort of got the pace to what is more effective for you guys against that team? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think um, we're, going, we're going through a little bit of midseason things, I think, just a bit. Like, I think this is a couple games where we just don't quite seem to – we just seem to be a half – step or a half second slow at the start of a couple games here lately um and uh like you know like i thought they had five like <clears throat> totally uncontested threes in the first four minutes of the game and just and we just weren't but then we did you know we did when it mattered we were really moving and flying and playing physical most of the second half i thought um so just kind of got to play through some of that stuff once in a while but i'm really proud that they they dug in and played defense gave themselves a chance I think Brandon is three games back is like 13 for 16 or something like that for three-point range. Did you give him many shooting tips for that? Yeah, it's all me, Doug. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, he's playing good. I think, again, I think um, the fresh legs thing is, is we've seen the benefits for just about everybody, right? So, And he's he is a really good shooter, and let's, uh, let's hope he keeps up at that pace. You said a few times when Serge gets it going, you guys become really tough to beat. Yep. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I think you played up for like the last 17 minutes yep. or so of the game. What do you think it is about him specifically that the team really channels? Or, yeah, or I, ju I just, 
Yeah, I, th I think, uh, you know, the, the biggest asset he has is, is his rim protection I just and, and his rebounding. I think it just changes when, he, when he's really um, aware and, and there's a drive coming and he's there early. It just changes the whole possession from there on out, you know, and, and uh, would-be layups turn into high floaters or pull-ups or, or stopped drives even. And, uh, and then usually he's, if, if they do throw something up that doesn't go in, he's the one that's pulling it down as well. Um, and I thought, he, you know, I thought he was really solid on offense, too. He was patient. Uh, he set good screens. He got to the right spots, and he, and he made, some, made some key buckets. He's, he's really shooting the ball well, too. I mean, those, those uh, and, and he has worked really hard on his mechanics as of late. And, and it, they look like, I mean, when he, they come off his hands there. These, he's hitting them right in the middle, a lot of them. So he's, he's put in some good time and doing, doing a good job. The two bigs, what, 13 for 16, given Mark, how much easier does it make your offense work when they're both, both shooting that yeah, well for him? That's, that's the tough one when Serge is rolling and the team's kind of rolling and the game's changed. And I look down and say, geez, Mark's 7 for 7. You know, what's he doing sitting over here? And, and I, was, I was contemplating going back with both of them big since they were both playing so well. But they were kind of small-ish for them. You know, uh, you know, like with Harris at the four, that's that's a guy that puts it on the deck, you know, pretty pretty good, and and, and that group was playing too well to to mess with it probably. It wasn't the best shooting night for Pascal, but he gave you the 15 rebounds, made some good reads late in the yep. game. But do, do you see him sort of still working to get his explosiveness, his his burst back? Yeah, maybe. I, I think I think he was um, just a little bit uh, unlucky tonight. I think he had a. A few, maybe two or three, at least go round and round and out, right? So just one of the, one of those nights on a couple of those. Um, and I, again, I think um, he he's trying to draw some contact. He's maybe drawing some, maybe sometimes, and and uh, he's he's got to get a little bit more uh, strength in those moves, or a little bit more balance, or something. So maybe he'll get a few of those calls. Uh, Josh, I think he he probably deserved to shoot maybe eight or ten free throws tonight, and he didn't, so that would have helped too. But but some nights you got to play through the hits too. You know, uh, some nights it's physical, and people are going to play him that way. And and um, I don't know. I thought I thought he did make some nice reads really late in the game. There was a point in the fourth quarter where if you looked up at the scoreboard, there was five guys on the court with 16 points each. Yeah. Have you a ever seen that nope, before? No, I have not. What does that tell you? Well, I think it. I think I, I like it. First of all, right? I think I think it's it's quirky, right? It's a quirky thing that I have never seen before. But but it also shows you that we're we're sending the ball to an open player, right? We're not really going through the same guys. We're we're moving it. It's it, we're just finding the right reads. I think a lot, and everybody's kind of getting getting their cracks at it. In terms of that's an incomplete Sixers team. But did you see anything about how? You talked about trying to free guys against length. Did you kind of figure anything out in this game in that regard? Did any of your guys figure anything? Um, no, I mean not really. I, I guess you know I, I'm just I'm pretty happy that we continue to attack the paint, right? I'm I'm not, I'm not sure. You know we 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 did get a couple really good uh, buckets out of a couple a couple of things that we thought might work tonight. We had a couple of couple of the same things that were wide open and we. Blew the layup or whatever. So there was a couple, couple of ideas we had going in there that did prove to be pretty good. But other than that, I just, I just liked our force of getting in the, getting in the paint. I think the paint points may tell the real story of this game, right? 
but I think I think I saw 54 to 18, 52, 18. So that's a, you know, so that's a good credit. You know, Kyle driving, Pascal driving, you know, Serge rolling, you know, a lot of guys in there mixing it up in the paint. Over the first month of the season, Gasol shot sub 30, sub 40 percent from the two point range. But since he came back from injury, he's just, I don't know if he's missed a post up. Has, is it just the ball bouncing differently or has something changed up? No, I, th I think, um, I think the rest helped him. I think I think he was just uh, there was just a little spring missing there, right on all those turnarounds that you know because that's, that's the same thing I, I I was saying you know I was thinking they're going geez two years ago we go to Memphis and that thing was on autopilot he'd shoot that turnaround every every time it would go in and he couldn't buy one, he couldn't buy one right, and I think it was just there was just a little bit of lift missing there, mileage probably and he fresh got fresh and. And uh, it's it's great. Like this is way more. I mean, that that was a low minute game for him tonight. But it's way more of the way I envision him. Like, like let's let's mix in five post ups or eight post ups a night for him. And I think his trigger on the three has been a lot quicker. And I like that. He can really shoot. And I, I don't like him turning them down, turning them down, turning them down just to keep the ball moving. Man, he's got a he's got if he's got space, he's got he's got to let him fly a few more times. What do you see with the struggles of OG? He didn't love. Them. In sync tonight, yep. offensively or defensively, or what are you seeing with him? Well, he's he's uh, you know I think I see is still a fairly young guy, Doug. That that's you know he, there's some nights where he's just fantastic, right? You know maybe two or three games ago or four games, just just fantastic numbers across the board and 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 taking it to the rim and dunking and shooting threes and everything, and then you know the ball doesn't find him very much tonight. Um, and I and I've got a I've got an idea about. Getting him a few more touches, and I've got to, I've got to get that to the court, practice court a little bit, and to the court here, uh, coming up because I think, I think, uh, well, we need him because he's a really good defender and rebounder and his size, and he can shoot. Uh, I think he needs more reps. He's not going to get any better taking three shots and that. You know, you know what I mean. He needs some more chances to go out there and develop his game, and and that's that's got to be on me a little bit to to again get that to the floor. Uh, Siakam is named an All-Star starter. Uh, there'll be a Raptor on the All-Star team as a starter every year since 2015, the most in the NBA. What's that say about the team as an organization that they're consistently producing starting and um, but the Pascal one, I think, is um, you know even more special. This is a kid that two years ago, or you know, was I mean, I think he started the season as our 11th man, and he played in the D League the year before that. You know, I mean, so that's that's a hell of a rise up to to become a if it happens. You know, I, I think he probably makes the team regardless. But uh, that's a heck of a rise up, and I think. Um, you know, again, credit to our just our organization in general, picks. Scouting, player development—you know the whole thing. I think all those things kind of work together to, to make that possible. Did you have an update on Yeah, he had a broken nose. Um, he's gonna—he's gonna fly with us tomorrow. They're gonna take him to a specialist just to make sure there's nothing else in there. But he—they he, did uh, does have a broken nose. Yep. Is there any specific factor that you've noticed that allows you guys to? Man, I tell you what, I don't know. It's it's uh, 
I think every every season that ticks by or half a season, it seems like it becomes more of a game of runs than ever, right? Like, like you know, we've been involved in some 30-point swings here of late, right? 30-point swings, like that's almost unheard of, but it's 10 here, 10 there, up, down, 10. It's happening all the time. I turn on the TV, it's happening in, in lots of games. And, and, a, and a lot of that, you know, of course, is the, you know, I mean, if, if two years ago we saw a team shoot 46 threes, we'd be going crazy. Now we barely even notice it. It's going on every night. You know, one of the two teams or both teams are shooting close to 40. That, that changes momentum quickly. Uh, I think there's a lot more uh, pace in the game. There's a lot more guys putting their head down and driving the basketball to create early, quick offense, which, which raises the number of possessions again. So those swings, so those swings happen. Is that enough on that? That was a lot. Apologies to them later, but okay. How much uh, do you enjoy, or what luxury is it to, to have a team that seems to be able to work a game? You know, you take it from the first quarter, yeah. things, and then just just. The strategic adjustments that yeah. getting better. Yeah, I, th I think um, uh, it's it, first of all, it's it's great because I think if you want to win a, a lot of games, you're going to have to because all these games kind of take on their own little story, right? And they're and they're sometimes they're what you expect, sometimes they're nothing what you expect, and sometimes they're both in the same game. You, you know what I mean? And and you just got to be able to kind of to manage and change and. And I, I thought we were pretty fortunate tonight. Like, we switched to the zone twice, and it had huge impact both times. And, yeah, okay, you probably would have gone into the game and said, maybe this would be a good team to zone. Um, but, you know, it's, it's always a little, uh, when they're already hit seven threes, or, you know, they're really hot, and you go to a zone, you know, you're, you're, ner you know, you're a little nervous about doing that. But the zone really, I thought, changed the game in the second quarter. And even though it was only like five or seven possessions, it, it somehow changes the rhythm and the mindset of the game. And, and again, credit to our guys to be able to jump in. We played two different zones tonight. We played a 3-2 and a 2-3. And, again, we got some great IQ guys that can bounce back and forth. And, and we did a really good job of switching late, too. You know, we really were up, you know, and, and that stymied them a little bit. We good? All right. Thanks, everybody. That is Nick Nurse, 107.95. The Raptors win over Philadelphia. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 and TSN1050.ca. Lowry, cross court to Van Vliet on the bounce. Fred backs it out. Shot clock at eight. 90 seconds to go in the game. Step back, three. Good again. Knock it down. Fred Van Vliet in the bottom of the well. Toronto up 103 to 90. Fred with a calm look toward the bench and just says, hey, you know how I do it. Surgical. He was 6 of 7 from the outside. Dwayne Watson, when you take away his 6 of 7 and Gasol's 3 for 3, which is another story, the rest of the Raptors are 4 of 23 from the outside. Not good. <laughs> Not flattering at all, I mean. No. Uh, you look at what Mark's been doing lately uh, in the game with his three-point shooting, his release, as, as Coach Nurse talked about, um, with confidence. And I think when Mark first... A lot of what Mark does is play defense and sets the table for his teammates. But he's getting the ball and he's looking to score, and you're seeing the benefits of that when he's actually looking for his own shot. But um, it's tough. I mean, Kyle generally doesn't shoot as poorly as 0 for 5. Um, Pascal struggled tonight from the field and from the line at 1 of 8. And, you know, you need a more balanced effort from the three-point line, obviously, from this team. But other guys stepped up in different ways. I think in all fairness, you know, this, this was a, uh, uh, an ensemble uh, Raptors performance, which is normally what you get. 
Um, but I think what happened uh, in, in this game was, uh, you know, Pascal was, was struggling from the outside, one of eight, as you say, and, and OG, admittedly by the coach, struggled. And, and those you could see, you know, there's there's room for improvement there. What I really liked about what the coach said was, you know, work on stuff to give OG more touches. And that is the answer, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and you know, I've talked about OG in terms of what when he's not on, what how little he contributes. And I think... You know, offense is a good way to get players going, and the fact that you know Coach Nurse is recognizing and trying to find ways to kind of find ways to make it easy for him to get involved and actively in the offense is, is key. I think you'll agree. The player of the game is brought to you by Two Four One Pizza. Get a large three-topping pizza with their deep cheesy garlic loaf for nineteen ninety-nine. Call Two Four One O Two Four One. Freddie Van Vliet tonight, 42 minutes of action, 8 of 17, 6 of 7 from the outside, missed his only shot from the stripe. He had uh, two offensive rebounds and three on the defense for five, eight assists, one steal, uh, was plus two in the night and 22 points. And, And really, when the team needed offense, he was the guy. Yeah, without question. I think, you know, Fred's been kind of, he hasn't been bad, but I know I, th- I feel if Fred didn't get injured this season, he would be having like an all-star level season. And I think, you know, how he's been playing is back. He's pl- he's showing he is that guy. He's that next level player for this fr- franchise. And I think you know he brings it defensively, but obviously his shooting is key. And you know we you know three-point shooting when guys aren't hitting is so important. So the Raptors go to 30 and 14 on the season, and, and you brought up a, an interesting point. Because when we look at the Raptors, uh, it's when, been, don't I? exactly. You. That's Appreciate why you're here. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's a great run, but they're on a five-game winning streak and, uh, and and 30 and 14 on the season. And Coach brought this up, was asked this question uh, to a man. Everybody that's come back off the injured list has continued what they had, and it's almost it's like the, you know the, the three weeks or four weeks they had off. They took the next step somehow. Uh, they seem to come back, uh, and I don't know if it's a rest or whatever, or just maybe a mental recharge because you don't wish injury on people. But you've got this nice picture of people working through injuries and, mm-hmm. and other people backfilling. But it you know begs the question: if they'd been healthy the whole time, where would they be? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, uh, but the caveat actually is all, Pascal still looks like he's struggling a bit. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily like you know consistently but um you're right i think if this team you know we're so excited to see this team at a full roster unfortunately patrick mccall goes down you know with a broken nose tonight but you you look and you see the depth and the talent and the breadth of, of what they can do you wonder if this team was together all season like where would they be in the standings and i think that's the positive thing i think the injuries are out of the way guys are easing into rotation very well you're having a balanced attack like you have with these guys i mean you know how many guys in double digits but not just 10 points like the lowest is 16 points by everyone who scored today and i think that level of balance and interchanging and you know, the bench being balanced and surge still playing well and norm playing well yet the starters still getting theirs i think that and then obviously other guys stepping up like we talked about this before terrence davis and chris boucher were playing well when called upon so i think yeah. you have so many guys in this team that can step up and play when needed yeah six six guys in double digits and the two off the bench are interesting. Ibaka with 16 and Norman Powell with 18. And, and it's more or less the timing of when they hit the double digits that, that was impressive. I mean, the game was on the line. You can't tell from the box score how this happened because you would look at it and say, oh, coach did this. Coach did the search to find out what would work. And, and in the end, you know, it was Freddie delivering some key baskets, but also Ibaka and Powell off the bench. Yeah, and the thing is, he's... We, these guys have proven that coach can rely on them. I think, you know, I think Serge is still playing at such a high level he was from the playoffs last year. You know, when Mark goes down, he steps up with the double-doubles. And now going in a reduced role on the bench, you know, he's still got like 16 and 8, which I think is 
uh, sorry, 16 and 7, which is still important that you're getting that contribution. And, what, you know, with the Philly playing a smaller lineup down the stretch, which is why Marcus Hall didn't get back in the game, he still played at that high level. And Norm is just an offensive dynamo, I think. You know, this is the first game he hasn't scored 20 points in his last five or six. And I think that you can get that kind of contribution from him, you know, pushing, uh, you know, driving to the heart of the defense and also playing good defense on the end of the floor is going to keep him out there and get him minutes. I'm going to throw something else at you. If we were talking about a football team, mm-hmm. and the football team had great special teams in terms of uh, execution and points, and the offense and defense work, you would call that complementary football because each unit has done a job. Uh, what you see here with the Raptors is complementary basketball uh, because the units support each other, the players support each other in terms of performance, in terms of getting the job done. And I think tonight might have been one of the better examples of that. Yeah, I would completely agree with you. I think even look at a guy like Rondé Hollis Jefferson who had 14 minutes, over three, two rebounds, two assists, but made some key plays down the stretch. And I think, you know, sometimes things happen. Obviously, we see, you know, six guys double just, but there's plays that these team make that are you don't see in the box score. And I think, you know, hustle, transition, hands up, uh, making the right passes. And, and everyone who steps on the floor tends to do these things for the team, and that's why it works. And it's not about I need to get my touches, I need to get my shots. Everyone's playing a role. And if Kyle Lowry's shot's not going well, you know, he's going to find at the right time or find his teammates. And I think that's what – I think winning a championship does to a team. Everyone knows that we're going to get ours. You know what I mean? As long as we win, they see the bigger goal. And I think that's the beauty of this team, and now they're kind of – fully together we're seeing it yeah there's a comfort level there understanding that somebody does something at one point of the game and it's almost like a relay race right now it's your turn and, and you know to to your point about the bigs gasol didn't miss a shot tonight he was seven to seven <laughs> no. three of three from the outside and and as his participation sort of waned because that that's the way it was Abaka came in yeah and that's the thing it's like you, you think well why are you even sitting this guy like you know in a different if three years four years ago in the raptors his franchise it's like a coach would be killed for doing that, for not putting oh. this guy back in the game. And I don't, even, I don't even knock Coach Nurse because you could say that, well, Phil was playing small and they could have played their game, but Serge is playing well, and he's, he's able to kind of switch better. So I think you still have the luxury of having a guy. You don't need to kind of force that your hand of we have to ride Marcus all. could have other pieces that are going to work down the stretch for this team. I think if you, if you threw the last three games together, you might come up with the same analysis. These are all wins. Uh, but there is some stutter starting there in, in terms of how the game starts. Tonight it was how the game started and how the second half started. And uh, eerily similar, you know, kind of sloppy, much like the Atlanta game in, in the start the first quarter. But, you know, and I think uh, Coach Nurse alluded to this, but but they found a way. Yeah, and I mean, I think, you know, we had Sherman Hamilton earlier on. He's like, there's no ugly wins. And you're right. You look at yeah. the win and loss column, there isn't a column for ugly. It's just wins. And I think. Oh, just a minute. i got to put one in. No. <laughs> <laughs> we have a few that we could mark a few in there. But I well, think, that's right. But I also think, like, you know, you look at, at the, the fortitude and, and, you know, like, Coach Nurse threw some zone defenses in there and different ways to kind of scheme to get it. And, I mean, they didn't start the game well, but they made the adjustments to finish and close out. And I think that's what. That's what good teams do. I mean, you know, when, when they're being pushed, when they're, when they're playing not their best, they find ways to, to overcome it. And I think his ability to kind of find the schemes and the right personnel to get there, to make these ones happen is key. And, uh, you know, as was stated, this was not a full Sixers squad. No. Uh, Embiid is out, and then Richardson went out four minutes into the game with a hammy, and, and that, of course, uh, made them go to the bench early. But, you know, Simmons came into this game on a triple-double, and uh, he had a double-double tonight, 10 rebounds and 17 points. So that they kept him in check. The eight assists, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, one stat that really sticks out for me for the Sixers is they shot 18 for 46 from three. They took 84 shots. More than half their shots were three-point shots. I mean, they shot 39%. But, um... 
And, you know, Embiid and Ross Richardson are two of their best three-point shooters. So the fact that they took that many shots uh, didn't benefit them. When you flip it, look at the points in the paint. Raptors 52. That's Philly 18. Um, so that's where, I mean, it's tough on the Philly side, but they had to make the adjustments as well because they were trying to do one thing or forcing it down. It didn't work. Uh, you know, this game was, uh, as we said, a, a work in progress, but it, but it ended well. And, you know, I, you're not, you're not going to analyze the start when you win. There's no question about that. On to New York now and then uh, on to San Antonio and then back home against Atlanta. So we would look for this to continue. Yeah, I think no reason why. I mean, you might have some stutters, as we talked about in these games, but uh, I look at the schedule, and, of course, you know, we hate to call wins in advance, but based on how this team is playing and if they continue to find themselves and get better and better because they're only <laughs> going to get better as we're seeing this, um, those matchups are highly favorable for the Raptors, and I think, you know, we're starting to see what this team can turn into. I think, more importantly, I don't think us, because I think Raptors fans and people who follow this team aren't surprised at how well this team can play without Kawhi because they know that it was Kawhi in a great ensemble with them. But I think the rest of the league is starting to take notice that, hey, these guys are winning without, you know, one of the best two-way players in the league. And it's because they've always had the depth. And I think Pascal's going to continue to grow. Fred's going to continue to grow. We're seeing growth out of norm. There's a lot of positive to look at in terms of what this team can do. Yeah, it's, it's a fairly remarkable story in that it just keeps evolving. You know, even when they were uh, when they were, they had some injuries, they were playing 500, but but they come out of that with five straight wins. And you know, I, I think that the fun part about doing these games is you never know exactly what you're going to be talking about at the end. You can be assured most of the time it's a victory, which it is. But how you get there is a complete mystery. Yeah, and like that's the beauty of this franchise yeah. because there's like there's so many different pieces. It's not like we're you know, if this is Philly and they're healthy, it's Embiid and Ben Simmons or Tobias. There's, there's yeah. generally three players you're talking about who are going to do something in this game. You have this team on any given night. Like, you know, we have Serge Ibaka stepping up. We have Mark shooting, uh, you know, perfect shooting. You have Kyle Lowry. You have Siakam. You have so many different guys. You have Norm Powell. So, like you said, there's so many different elements that can come into play that can make this team exciting. You never get the same thing twice. The thinking fans version of a good basketball team, right? Because they make you think when you watch the play. Yeah, yeah. 107.95 107.95 was the final. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 and TSN1050.ca. Ibaka three straight away. Good. Down the bottom of the well for Serge Ibaka. Serge leaves the gooseneck up there. And the Raptors have extended the lead to 81-73. Largest all night. Good job by Serge. Has a trail big. Had Neto running underneath him. Wasn't worried about that. Able to elevate and knock down that three-point shot. 107.95, the Raptors went over the Sixers here at Scotiabank Arena. Jim Taddy and Dwayne Watson with you. Surge, 2 of 3 from the outside. We talked about Freddie, 6 of 7 from the outside. And Gasol, 3 of 3 from the outside. Other than that, it's pretty vacant. Uh, let's get into some other stuff, like the breaking story is uh, San Antonio 31-24 for the Pelicans after the first quarter. Williamson back in, uh, pulled after the first timeout, played four minutes, so they're spotting him. And this is a precarious situation. This is a big, uh, young, but a big man. Very, very big man. Um, uh, his fat stature is so physically powered. And, I mean, I think, you know, we've seen what he can do, his explosiveness. But I think that's almost like his biggest concern because, you know, anything said and moves like he can. So, you know, they're really going to watch and measure how they ease it back in the lineup. And I think the problem is it's, it's anything can happen. But you kind of want him to see, you want him as athletes when they have injuries, sometimes the mental play where they don't want to do too much or don't want to, overcompensate he has to play his game and i think that you know we're going to see some exciting basketball from this guy and as tracy mcgrady said on the jump 
when he goes up for the dunk, hang on to the rim so you don't crush your knee on the way down. Yeah, or, or even land on the foot, you know, all those, yeah. those little things. I think you don't want there to be a fluke injury again for this guy such so early in his career because he has potential to be, like, very, very special. Uh, so there was a couple of things that were mentioned in that uh, Nick Nurse presser at the end of the game that, that are interesting. The one that jumps off the page is Spicy P starts in the All-Star game. That means there's been a starter for the Raptors every year since 2015, and somebody said that's the best there is in the business? Nobody else has done that? Yeah, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, um, it's something you want to look up, right? Yeah, because you think you think of players like Kobe or, you know, the player, the perennial. Oh, the Warriors. Or, or Vince Carter, yeah. even. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, Vince was the starter a lot. I think we should check that out. Yeah, maybe, maybe he meant the East. But Vince had a run where he was, remember, he was like the number one vote getter, period, for yeah. a while. Well, that's five we'll, years. We'll check it out, but, but I think as a statement, even in, in recent times from what this franchise has done in terms of developing players and you know you, he, you know coach just mentioned that pascal really turned himself into all-star but if you really look at all our guys between kyle and damar all of them are kind of self-made stars they weren't zion williamson's who were pegged to be right any superstar talent so i think you know, that's a testament to really the talent development this franchise has done uh, the character people that they've, they've found and developed and um you know the winning culture we've developed here too uh, out of town scoreboard again the heat 134 129 over washington that's in overtime and that is final just doing a scan for the not many in the east playing tonight so uh pistons won over the kings not to worry there uh, magic were defeated by okc and uh celtics won so you can't really uh, and the hawks won over the clippers in a, in a game that a lot of people didn't dress for 102 95 hawks over the clippers but you know the, the east from two to six you sneeze and you're out yeah exactly and i mean with my aim you just uh ahead of the Raptors, obviously, and the Raptors winning, we're keeping pace there, but, yeah, it's a really tight Eastern Conference. I think you look at it, Miami's kind of the surprise, if you look at the beginning of the season, you wouldn't expect them to be where they are, but, of course, you know, Boston, Milwaukee, uh, Philly, Toronto, where all teams will look at, so I think it's a really interesting situation of how close this conference is, but, you know, as long as the Raptors, I feel, are, are in the top four of the home court advantage, they have, they have a great shot. So, as we were saying earlier, you'd like to have more of the spicy P and OG, and, and the coach went through some stuff about getting OG some more offensive touches but you know you if, if you had just a little more from both those guys you know sky would be the limit right yeah i think i think pascal is pretty i think pascal had a tough shooting game tonight i'm not entirely worried about him but uh i think like you want more from og than you know i think both games we had with him i think we did the minnesota game he was yeah. for four um so you want to be able to get like a little bit more and create those opportunities where you can get his stuff he's active defensively um you know, get up some corner threes, whatever is those little, you know, like, you know, when they design, run those plays just to make sure you get some open looks, he needs to get some of those touches just to make sure he can, like, really contribute. Final score, 107, 107.95. I almost took two away. 107.95. <laughs> Raptors went over the Sixers. Final thoughts coming up next. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 and TSN1050.ca. Oh, good. Rebound Gasol. Finds Lowry. Kyle up the middle of the floor. Puts his head down. Gets to the lane. Reverse layup is in. Kyle Lowry. Put an orange shirt on that man like Home Depot. He's going to do it himself. 50-49 Toronto with its first lead of the game. A one-point lead. Yeah, late in the first half. That's the first time 
The Raptors had control of their plight in this ball game, and it uh, wound up at the half uh, tied at 50. A couple of lines here we're going to go through. Pascal Siakam, 34 minutes, 8 of 23, 1 of 8 from the outside. If that's 3 or 4 of 8, it's a different storyline. He had uh, 15 rebounds, 13 on the defensive side, 3 assists, a steal, and 18 points for a very nice double-double. In terms of Norman Powell tonight, 28 minutes, 6 of 11, 1 of 5 from the outside, 5 of 6 from the line, 8 defensive rebounds, and 18 points. And, and again, with Norm, ever since he's come back, he's just uh, surgical. Like you, There's just no negotiation on what he's going to do. He's going to make his contribution, and uh, there's no argument about that. And that's precisely it. It's his confidence. I mean, we've seen him where he's had the ball, and he's like thinking uh, uh, or trying to do too much, and he's been precise with his moves. I mean, we saw he had a couple of dunks in the first half in transition, and um, He's making those solid moves, and I think he's giving that team that offense they needed, to, which means the defense has to worry about him as well as Fred or Pascal or Kyle. And I think the balance that he brings to the second unit is fantastic. Here is Norman Powell post-game. Bit of a sluggish start, Nick was saying, but how did you guys sort of pick up the energy in the second half, specifically in the fourth quarter? Then? Um, you know, it was just uh, really mainly our defense. I think we were a step slow um, to start the game, uh, reacting to what they were doing instead of being the ones uh, dictating where they go, um, being physical on defensive end. And uh, we made it a point just to, you know, uh, put a little more into the game. And uh, that's what we were able to do in the second half. And uh, I think it really helped us uh, feel our flow on the offensive end. Any reason why that's been happening lately, the slow starts? I mean, Nick just said it might just be that time of the season. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That time of the year, man. It's uh, you know, closing in uh, less than a month in an all-star break. I was a little tired, uh, a lot of minutes, this and the other. But um, you know, I think uh, we're handling it pretty well, trying to find ways to you know pull these games out, uh, no matter how they look. Um, you know, it's all about uh, getting a W. You know, no matter how pretty or ugly it is. But I think we've been doing a good job with that. Do games against teams like this, teams that are in that log jam with you guys, two to six in the East, do they mean a little bit more? Do wins against teams like this mean a little bit more? Uh, for me, every win means. Uh, 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 the same to me. You know, we got to get as many wins as we can to uh, get to where we're going, uh, you know, for the playoffs. You know, we're trying to set ourselves up for the uh, best possible uh, run, you know, and, um, you know, but games like this, you know, it's really a little more weight, I think, uh, for the outside of, you know, what it is being Eastern Conference teams and uh, top teams in the East. So uh, I, I just think uh, every game is important. You know that tonight you and um, Fred scored more points tonight than you did in what do, you, what do you mean? Combined, you had more points tonight than two of you had in the seven-game series. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, last year I feel like it was a little different. Uh, the the roles and stuff in the playoffs were changed series by series. Uh, I think we had a little shorter uh, stint uh, in that uh, series with with Philly and um, Kawhi and Danny and them uh, and, and Kyle played a little more, you know. And we just tried to come in there and play defense when we did, and you know it's all about the the opportunity and the minutes that we're getting now that we're taking advantage of. I feel the same. You know, I have the same uh, focus, same mindset, same uh, uh, approach, you know, to uh, every season, every situation. You know, um, whatever uh, I'm in, you know, I try to make uh, the most of it. Um, but uh, where I see myself, you know, it doesn't change um, no matter how I'm playing. Uh, you know, I have high expectations for myself and, you know, I just try to go out there and achieve what I'm trying to achieve and help the team win. Game after game after game, you're right up there, not the leading scorer among 
Uh, I mean, it, it just comes, you know, uh, just doing what the game plan is, what the, uh, my teammates and the coaches are asking me. They want me to be aggressive, be a, um, a decisive, get into the paint, making plays, um, reading the defense. I think I've been doing a good job with that. Um, I just think it comes with the opportunity, you know, playing uh, uh, consistent minutes, uh, being able to get a flow for the game and get a fill and being able to play through some mistakes and miss shots. Uh, uh, it's just really good to, to be able to play basketball, and that's what I've been doing. I think it's happened. You know, it just shows how versatile we are and um, how many good players we have. You know, we got a lot of guys that can put the ball in the basket. Got a lot of guys that can uh, do different things, and I think it just uh, meshes well. And uh, it's been working for us. You know, and uh, we got a lot of guys that you know are, are gritty and tough. We're gonna fight and, and get after. And I think that's what's uh, been going on. And you know, we got a full, healthy squad now, and uh, you know, we know it's uh, working out. Some of the little uh, things that need to be worked out, but we're just going at it the same way. That is Norman Powell after the 107-95 win over the visiting Philadelphia 76ers. You know, I've said this before in this broadcast, and and I think that regardless of what the Raptors achieve, it always starts with defense. Uh, You can go through all the numbers and the three-point shooting and the assists and all that, but it seems to be generated from defense. And in this game, in that first quarter, they were outscored 35-26. They reversed that, outscoring the Sixers 24-15. If you throw out the first quarter, they outscore them 83-60, and that's that's defensively controlling each quarter after the first. Yeah, this team hangs their hat on defense, and you mentioned that like from the second quarter through fourth. Um, they just turned it up. I mean, they yeah. let they let them come out here and kind of do what they wanted in the first quarter, which was, you know, obviously 30, over 30 points in the first quarter. Uh, they clamped down. Um, they stuck to the principles. They, they, they adjusted through some through, through some different defenses at them, looks at them, and guys played with more intensity. And I'm sure Coach Nurse got into them and said, this is not who you guys are, and they know. Um, so I think that this, they're a defensive ball club, and we've seen that, you know, through last year. We've seen that this year. Uh, one thing that stood, stood out to me that Norm Powell said in terms of, like, you know, how he's playing this year and what he's got, and he's playing through his mistakes. And I think that's one thing where – Norm would be on the floor, and there'd be a possession where he might make a, a defensive miscue and make you know press the ball and do something bad in the offensive end, and he's out. So I think yeah. for him, it's like if he makes a mistake, he knows that he's the confidence is still there, and the coaches in him where he continue to play where just think, okay, I can't mess up this next possession because I might get pulled, and he's just playing his game, and we're seeing that, and he has every opportunity to do that uh, with the team and based on the role, and he's doing what we everyone think, everyone hoped how he would play. I would agree with you. In fact, I think you could apply that to just about everybody who was on that team a year ago. That's the championship residue that we see. Uh, it made a mistake, but by the way, won a championship last year, know how to solve the problem, whereas before it was, how do we do this? Yeah, yeah. And that level of trust that, you know, with, with coach to players and then players to players, and I think, you know, the confidence of picking each, other, pick, picking each other up. And you're right. I think winning a championship, I mean, that's what it's all about, but you see the difference it makes in franchises and teams and how they approach things because once you've done it, you know what it takes. And I think that's what separates a team like the Raptors from all these other teams in the East that we're talking about, like the Phillies and the Bostons and the Indianas and and what have you. And I think Milwaukee's winning it and going through the losing to get there teaches you a lot about yourself as players, the staff, and as a team. You know, on a nightly basis, it's remarkable to watch these guys. You've got that uh, in-game chemistry. Uh, you've got the coach on the sidelines, the coaching staff. I mean, these two things sort of go hand in hand where they're, they're looking for the solution. Uh, that, that's uh, you know, a team with veteran savvy, uh, championship residue, and, and a confident team understanding that, okay, here's the adversity, good, here's the solution. Yeah, and I think even talking about, you know, because Coach threw a couple of his own defenses at, at the Sixers, so now 
that's going to disrupt their flow. But also, they don't have Josh Richardson. They don't have Joel Embiid on the force. They don't have their main guys. So you're putting other people in situations that they're not comfortable in, period. And they're, they're, more is being asked of them and with different defensive looks. I think his ability for different defenses and different combinations of looks is kind of what's really helped this team. As we, you know, we're going full circle talking about defense right here. Yeah, we'll close with a thought on the injuries. The uh, Richardson injury, because we've been through it here, when you see a guy go out with a hammy, you go, uh, that's got three or four weeks written all over it. Yeah, because it's got to be the right time because you, that has to heal. Right. With sport like basketball, it has to heal before you can kind of throw them out there because if you aggravate it, it's even only worse. And the McCaw injury, uh, you know, I only saw the replay once. It could have been actually friendly fire because there's a couple of arms going for the ball, and he took it right on the nose. Yeah, I didn't get a good look at it, but it didn't seem that hard, but... Obviously, broke it, so yeah, it's hard. <laughs> he got hit, which hopefully, I mean, you know, he's gonna get back better soon. From at least it's it's a broken nose. It's very, you know, he'll be wearing Fixable. a mask. You know, you know yeah. what the timeline is on that. Yeah, and hopefully there's nothing else fractured there. They'll, they'll test that out tomorrow. Right, Dwayne. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure, Teddy. It was fun. Uh, 107.95, the final for the Raptors over the Sixers. Thanks for joining us at Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 and TSN 1050.ca.